0: Yes, record. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to the podcast, The Big Sad. Thank you again for tuning in if this is your first time or your 420th time. Let's listen to this goofy little song and then get right into it with my friend Kiki. Up a line, Chilling. Chilling. <laughs> I'm just finishing up on my side. I'm sorry, but yeah. No, how- you're all good. What have you been up to tonight?
1: I went and got a COVID test earlier today. Oh, did you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, me and Smezo went and got COVID testing um, here in Long Beach just because. I don't know, we wanted to we hadn't in you know, like maybe six weeks or so. So we wanted to make sure that we're um COVID free, you know? Yeah. 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 So it, I'm, results. Um, I don't know. I've gotten a couple other ones before and um they've taken anywhere from like five to ten days. So I feel like by the time I get the results I should like get another test or something like that but it's only because we kind of like were are kind of out and around more than usual recently so we were like oh let's get tested look at you
0: guys being all fucking safe and polite
1: <laughs> i'm getting i know my my birthday is tomorrow and um i was joking like the 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 gift that i'm giving myself is an antibody test i'm gonna go get that antibody test and see what's up yes. see if i got See if I've got any COVID superpowers.
0: That is fucking treating yourself right there. Yeah. Treating yourself to the truth. All right. Almost perfectly ready. All right. Real quick heads up. Um, Yeah, sorry. we were just losing track of time. Just stony baloney, you know?
1: (laughs) Do your thing, (laughs) you know?
0: It's my fucking (laughs) life. Uh, yeah,
1: it's it's also really nice out. I mean, I don't know where it is, but if it's nice out, but it's pretty nice out right now, so I, I
0: feel you. It's better right now than it has been for the past, like, few days. dude. Because hey, it's just, it's, like, been hot. And, like, it's been both dry hot, but, like, warm, humid hot. That just makes you feel disgusting. Like, you're sweating in place. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It actually has been, yeah. I think I've, I think I've noticed that too, yeah. yeah. I usually go out like 7 to 9 p.m. now. That's like the best time. Oh, what's up? Hi. Aww. I can't see your eyes at all. They're like hidden in all your fur. almost as high
0: as I am. you just ate, so she's happy. <laughs> yeah, we got home and I fed him. Or my girlfriend fed him. And, uh, yeah, now she's happy as fuck. But I got to keep the door closed. Cause otherwise fucking spooky comes in here and eats all of the food. All of it. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, if I don't close the door, like uh he'll wait till she just like steps back for a second and just hops in, fucking gobbles it all down. Cause otherwise they fight for it. But uh yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't really eat it all at once. She does like one little sitting of like like knife and fork in it and then walks away and chills for a second. It's like, all right, I'm ready for my second half. And then she goes in and finishes the rest
1: of it. <laughs> oh, nice. Wow, I sound like, I sound like, did you say spooky? Is that the other?
0: Yeah, the just comes... yeah,
1: I, I sound like spooky then, because I'm usually swooping in on Smeza's food while she's trying to save it for the next day. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: nah, that's good now. Nah. <laughs> All right. Uh, last thing I got to do is headset and terrible, And I think we are ready to begin, if that's okay with you. Right after. Yeah. Um real quick, uh, is there anything that you might mention that you don't want to talk about at all that might be too triggering or whatever? Anything I need to know? Oh.
1: Um just my social security number. <laughs>
0: Alright, well so much for that.
1: I know that's why you brought me here.
0: <laughs> well actually, you know what? My connections just Oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh. Uh,
1: uh.
0: <laughs> So I'm not telling so uh, it's extra funny to me right now. Uh, so <laughs> uh, one of my new things and it's really not even new at all. It's very traditional in me, I should say. Yeah. I, uh, one of the new things I learned about smoking in a traditional manner and or like just trying to be aware manner, uh, I was talking to our yoga instructor yesterday after our class uh, she's actually doing the podcast with me this weekend, I believe. Uh, we just need to figure out what day. Um, but uh, af- after our yoga session, when everybody left, like, the, the Zoom chat room, uh, we, like, sat down and talked for, like, an extra, like, hour and a half or something. <laughs> like, just fucking talking and stuff. And, <laughs> uh, uh, I forgot what she said in that. Fuck. But, like, she, it was one of those, like, in like traditional like Native American like rituals, um, you kind of like take a moment and be like, "I think I think my girlfriend knows. Let me ask her real quick because I want to do <laughs> want to do this right. I want I want yeah. to."
1: Her. Wait, hold on. I can also like pack a little bowl right now or something. You know.
0: Yeah, okay, let's go. Let's yeah, fucking okay. go. <laughs> almost ready. We're almost ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, take your time.
0: Like you know, sequence it four five or <laughs> were you making faces I saw you making faces get out of here Can't hide that shit from me I can see you from the kitchen I can see you from the kitchen look out here I'm on Twitch hey what's up <laughs> I'm sorry you guys didn't get to meet at uh, Riley's wedding. That's where she was going to come, but she had to work.
1: Someplace. Oh no way! That was a—I remember parts of that night for sure.
0: <laughs> I remember uh, finally getting to, like talk with you for like a minute.
1: Yeah, like, that was such a good time. Riley's wedding for sure.
0: There. I mean, what's I that? Know, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't know you were going to be there. I was just excited about like seeing all of the old friends in general.
1: Yeah, well, there was a lot of people that like I kind of bumped into. Probably you too. That I was just like, whoa, like it, I'm so. It was it had been a while, you know.
0: Yeah, and you were in Chicago, right?
1: I was for sure. a few years. I've been back in SoCal for like um, since coming up on. Well, actually, yeah, two years in August first. Huh. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just the yeah. way
0: I you were still in Chicago, I think
1: no i had been in la for a year at that point
0: yeah, okay like i just didn't know that for some reason i, well, I, I was not because we
1: had like happened. moved back and forth like so many times at that point it was like we were basically simultaneously in chicago and socal like mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah, flopping
0: absolutely. so it's really hard to tell the difference yeah
1: really- <laughs> it was so good to like hit the dance floor that night that was a really good wedding dance floor I so, you
0: know, literally my favorite thing i do at any wedding Take off my shirt and dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm getting my headset plugged in one sec.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let me know if, like, my sound is fine or whatever. I'm using Good. these little things.
0: You're, you are absolutely perfect in everything you're doing right now. Nice. Don't, don't even fucking trip, eh? I'm
1: just striving just, for like perfection.
0: perfection.
1: Podcast perfection right here.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> what what'd you say what'd
1: you say <laughs> I said we're striving for podcast perfection right here <laughs> nah
0: I just like to look like a fucking nerd while I do this oh there we go that's what it I
1: like. like all your art in the background it's Thank really you. nice yeah,
0: yeah it's all me and my girlfriend's art that we've done
1: that's so cool there's
0: like this one's a photo and these two are from like a magazine <laughs> Those nice <two> right right. <laughs> But everything else is (laughs) ours. Yeah, we've done everything else. She's done the the really good ones though. Wow. Yeah. You
1: too.
0: I've done I've done abstracts. She's really good at like people and things. She's good at more detailed things than I am. Just nice, in my opinion. All right. So let us begin with the podcast talk. Oh. you got to take a quick commercial break? Uh, yeah. So, uh, you ever, you ever just get really tired of hearing a bad commercials about things? Yeah. Get the new ad blocker from Sony. What? Sony. Sony. Uh, all right. Now I got to focus Hold on. I got to turn. <laughs> it will take that. Uh,
1: I got this ad blocker, and I've never been happier.
0: (laughs) Please, tell me about your experience, Charlene.
1: I've basically been blocking all the ads since I've gotten this um, new program, and if it wasn't for a podcast, I would have never had it. Wow.
0: Tell me, what do you think about podcasts? Podcasts? Cats,
1: yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, Do
1: you feel like you were ever a cat in like a past life or something?
0: I feel like I'm a cat now.
1: (laughs) Oh, damn.
0: Uh, I'm almost not even kidding. I just feel, I just feel like I. I can multitask. All right, I give up on this. But also no, I really do feel like a cat a lot of times, man. Like I just yeah. Okay, so so I feel like a cat because I'm adapted. I I get scared real easy, (laughs) and when shit's the fan, you bet your ass I'm gonna fucking hide under something. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't get me whatever it is, otherwise I'm like fighting to the death at that point. (laughs) <laughs> it's like my cats too they just fucking they go all out when they go all out it's fucking wild it's like really?
1: Ah! oh dang it's scary <laughs> some HBO primetime fights over there
0: Ooh, yeah most people have to pay for that we get it for free but it's still yeah. it's, it's hard to watch but it's like a train wreck you're just like I think can should break this up but like who's gonna win?
1: <laughs> yeah what's their what's their beef what's their main beef is it usually over food?
0: No, it's it's honestly just Puma doesn't like anybody near her when she doesn't for want sure. her. Yeah. I mean, who can blame her, really? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean,
0: she's a, she's a goddamn queen. Sounds so, about right. Okay. Yeah, uh, we we've got we've got two queens. One is a human queen, which is, you know, it's hard to be patriarchal about this kind of shit. But I, I <laughs> feel like my girlfriend deserves a little more credit. <laughs> Puma does okay. Puma doesn't work for anything saying she makes me happy but she doesn't bring any fucking bread the table. or salami for that matter oh uh, what you got salami for me you no bread food? or salami <laughs> all right enough bullshitting i couldn't figure out what the native american ritual thing is for smoking tobacco but it's something about like to our ancestors or something like that and it's still like uh what is it? Basically, you surrender yourself to like all of your experiences, and then the smoke coming out. What does it like represent? I
1: bet I can find it right
0: now. Right. She's gonna look for it, then we're gonna come back to this. Time.
1: That's really cool. So I it's will... like an in- an intentional way of smoking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like I am now going to inhale this with that mentality, carrying forward and. Help. I mean, we used to do dumb shit like that at the garage table. Yeah. not in the same manner at all.
1: <laughs> not in the same vain, but, like, yeah.
0: I mean, we kind of We were
1: definitely uh, intending to smoke.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We might as well make it special. Like, we don't all get to smoke together that often. Like, when we, like, smoke like Rappermades. Whew!
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, this is...
0: Ooh. Looks like a crack pipe.
1: I know, it... We broke our bond.
0: Oh, well, we man. broke
1: our bond at the I'm last sorry, place that we were staying at.
0: Yeah.
1: To so go with the little oneie.
0: Little one here, chill. Yeah. Chill, chill. All right, Kingster Keegan. Oh, Smeza? so Smeza Tech. You prefer to go <laughs> yeah. by Smeza Tech?
1: <laughs> no, I think this is my. I think this is Smeza's like uh, work Zoom account. To be honest,
0: um, but
1: yeah, they need they need a a different face on here for a second. I really hope that it doesn't matter that it's her.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think it. it does though. Yeah, no, I just I wanted to sound silly for one moment. Yeah, uh,
1: she's a she's a tech person, so she's got her little side account here. You know, she zooms all day, all night. Uh, this yeah. is yeah. I didn't want to make an. I didn't want to make an account, you know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Lazy ass. <man. laughs> uh, all right. So, real quick, uh, let's actually just give a little brief pause and all the laughter for a nice little introduction. Hello, welcome. <laughs> uh, I guess I could start calling the podcast the Big Side. It just feels funny to say so. I guess this is just the big sad. This is the beginning of the big sad. Uh, And it will always. And I feel like I'm just, I can't get over the fact that I have to start with the same question over and over. Hello, Keegan. Can you please introduce yourself and then I'll ask the question?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, My name's Keegan. I'm a trans woman. I use she, her, her pronouns. Um, I'm a Fullertonian as well, a former uh, Fullertonian, grew up in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I've done a lot of comedy, performance art, some theater. Um, and then the past couple of years, I've been doing like a lot of teaching in middle schools and I play basketball and oh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to become chiller with just being like... <laughs> Myself, I guess, and not really needing something to describe who I am, but I do have a lot of things I try and focus on for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Basketball, yeah. is something I will always remember for.
1: And I have an amazing partner named Smeza, Smeza Tech. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh,
0: shout, out, shout
1: out Smeza Tech. <laughs> shout out to Smeza if you don't know her, uh, she's really awesome and um, absolutely. She's definitely part of the team. We're like the team for each other, so that's really nice to have someone like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, since the beginning, I've literally never seen some, like something so complimentary and beautifully like harmonious like that. <laughs> Seriously, from like uh, the, you guys were together and I like I met uh, Smaze and stuff. Fucking perfect.
1: Yeah, Smaze has always been a real one. There's definitely been like ups and downs for sure, but she's chill. Um, she's the chillest person on earth for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, here's my big question. So, Hayden, have you thought about killing yourself?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have. Absolutely. I definitely um, have a also, few different times regarding different have, things.
0: Uh, feel free to go in any direction you want to go with, with whatever you want to talk about, whether it's like one experience, the most recent experience, or like just the evolution of experiences, you can also say.
1: Yeah, um, I think like, um, probably like the most, um, real experience for me with suicide and suicide ideation was, um, right before I came out basically. So like in my mid twenties, I'm, I'm going to be 29 tomorrow, um, and in the middle there of, like, my 20s, I, I had a really, like, a lot of rough times and, like, was dealing with a lot of, um, like, the emergence of my gender identity and not really understanding it. So I had, like, a lot of moments where I was kind of just, like, I don't know. I wanted to do, like, a into-the-wild, like, like, situation, like, just, like, disappear, like... Mm. You know, like, I didn't know really what was going on with myself, so I really was seeking these ways to, like, kind of disappear. Um And then suicide kind of crept in there, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, as far as I go, do you think that was just, like, the, the biggest experience or, like, the most real, you said?
1: Yeah, just, like, it was, like, the most, like intense or like the closest i felt to like i was kind of like felt like i had no other options you know yeah um versus other times in my life where like i had thought about suicide but maybe mm. it was in like a more distant or like i don't even really want to say the word playful but like i don't know just like more <laughs> in like a like grappling with the idea of suicide mm. or having like quick moments where i was like dealing with suicidal thoughts or like um even just like the first few times you kind of like understand suicide and stuff like that. My dad's like my dad's best friend killed himself. And when I was really young, like I remember thinking about suicide because of that, you know, and like being at the funeral and thinking about, suicide. but then like in my mid twenties, I feel like I really started to like think about and um, yeah, like I was in a really rough spot. Like I really bottomed out um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) post dudes, but like pre post hanging out in fullerton with all the guys and like mm-hmm. but pre like coming out there was a mm-hmm. weird period there for me yeah and
0: yeah yeah I was like really both, like leaving for a while and yeah and then like when like when you like when, when you came out to us too like i didn't know and uh and i was just like wait like for real like this has happened like or is this, like, another bit thing that, like, we're going through? Yeah, Because there was, like, that. a lot of bits and stuff. Every time, like, we would, like, mm-hmm. hang out with there so was, like, bits that would just happen. Yeah. And, like, I'd be so stoned that I, like, wasn't sure what was happening. I was like, what the fuck? Like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, Keegan's doing a fucking bit. Like, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of
1: people, like, asked me that, though, like, when I first came out. They thought it was, like they're like hey i don't know if this is a joke but like that's really messed up and i was like hey i don't know if you know me but like it's not a joke i swear like yeah um, and i know but that was like what but that was like kind of like my like coping mechanism and like way I, that i escaped like for a while mm-hmm. was by like delving into like this kind of um comedy wow. like provocateur like bullshit i don't know like wanting to be wild
0: it, dude I just oh, and then so... me and Smeza
1: started doing comedy together and then like um yeah
0: you guys did comedy at the mav or something right i remember going yeah. to go see you i think at the, the maverick or something
1: yeah a bunch of different places and like we were just kind of always i don't know i don't know what it. i guess <laughs> no i do know it was kind of like yeah like A lot of angst was coming out in, like, my performance, basically, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, like, since since coming out, like, my relationship to, like, performance and creating and, like, it's changed so much. Like, it's almost Mm -hmm. like I feel like I don't need it as much anymore or something. I don't know. It's just, like, um, yeah. But, like, there was a while there, like, kind of after I was, like, with Smeza for a couple years and then, like, really, like, like, getting into my 20s there and, like, Um, I was, like, living a double life, and, like, I was, like, really, like, considering, like, fuck, like, if I ever, like, exposed, like, or, like, whatever, like, I don't know. Um, Yeah, there was some really dark points there. Like, I didn't have a phone number. I didn't have social media. Like, I was completely detaching from everything around me. Mm -hmm. Um, My friends, my family, and, like, my partner just, like, pushing it all away, like, making everyone around me like, the, like, the reason why I was this way, like, I know I'm getting manipulated into this, like, this isn't really who I am, like, a lot of really paranoid thoughts about, like, myself and everything, and, um, yeah, Yeah. but then, like, it definitely flipped a switch after coming out, like, I have, I've dealt with a lot of depression and anxiety since coming out, just because Mm -hmm. of, like, navigating the world, like, in this new identity for myself has been, like, really beautiful, but very challenging as well, and, um, Mm -hmm. but, like, there was like, yeah, definitely a point there where I thought I was going to do my like into the wild moment and just kind of like leave my ID like at my house and just like walk away and like yeah. not touch base with like anyone ever again. But I like, I didn't know what that meant also. I was like, I didn't really expect to survive, yeah. you know, like what, mm-hmm. like I don't know. It was, yeah.
0: Like a low key death wish almost.
1: Yeah, basically
0: mm-hmm.
1: like doing really reckless things all the time, you know? Yeah. Like cruising around like without a helmet, like biking, like doing like shit around like the cities I was living in, like just burning my body on like substance and mm-hmm. cigarettes and shitty food and not caring about like being even as physical and active anymore, which was like a huge part of my life. And just like all these ways of just like shutting it all down mm-hmm. and then a lot of anger, too, which mm-hmm. you would see in the comedy sometimes. It's just like these like... absolutely. Yeah.
0: It also, like, it just felt so, like, normal, and, like, it, like, it didn't feel like you were just, like, some, like, almost bipolar human or anything, it's, like, it's, it's obvious that you're, like, you don't know how to, like, express something, and this is, like, an easy way for you to do it, and you're really fucking good at it, like, you're really good at whatever you, like, engaged in, like, whatever that was feeling was, like, happening, like... it it was powerful enough to, like, shake somebody, like, up for a second who was just stunned and, like, usually, like, (laughs) can ignore something crazy or weird. But at this moment, I was just like, wait, what? Like, what? So, what? Like, what the fuck is actually happening right now? And, like, (laughs) capturing that, which is, like, humanity is, is like, obviously most stupid. Like, when I'm, like, smoking and, like, uh, trying to, like, purposely get high and, like, zone out, I ignore a lot of things that like are important to people, and I like I have seen that like as a as a bad side effect of what I do. So I try to also make up for it and like oh shit did I say something like offensive because I realized I might have not taken into account something that I said until after I said it, and then when it's, when it's said you can't really take it back, but you can mention that you noticed that it was wrong and try to like make up for it in some way by at least acknowledging that you fucked up in some ways, instead of like trying to pass over it uh, yeah but like i know that's like one of my things when i like smoke weed so like if if there was something that you were trying to say and i was ignoring it i felt like an asshole so it's just one of those like no, no, like i gotta focus like is he really trying to tell us something or like and this is you keegan as a as a male human being because i'm mm-hmm. just imagining you back at that point yeah and to me, that's who you were at the time. So I apologize for using the wrong pronoun.
1: No, uh, it's okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, more than anything, I fucking love you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that should be clear. I, I feel bad, and I'm trying to learn how to be more conscious about it. So that's my attempts. Thank you for being no, awesome. No, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, sure. it, it's like one of those things where I didn't know if I was offending you by passing it off or ignoring it as like a thing that I can do when I'm high. And then I'm like, oh, it's like, it felt more like a bit. And then I realized that people were like laughing and they were understanding now. And I was just like, oh shit, like I didn't fucking pay attention for a minute. Like, fuck, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so when I say that, like, about uh, just trying to understand, like, it, it, it was so strong when you did anything. Like, when you tried to, like, talk about things and you're passionate, like, even when we saw your like, stand up and stuff, like, that shit was fucking awesome. I was like, that's mm-hmm. my fucking, that's my friend right there. Like, that's just fucking hilarious.
1: Aww.
0: Fuck yeah. Like, way to fucking share with us. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You can, you can share with us, like, all the time. In just different ways. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and everything that you just, like, have done now, too. I'm sure it's fucking amazing now. Just who you are. You're a fucking creative You're moving <laughs> Just trying to
1: get, just trying to get chill, like, Just trying to get chill, always trying to, I don't know. I'm a very, like, um, I'm a cancer, so, you know, like, I'm very much, there is, like, a two-sided nature to myself, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a lot different internally than what I show off externally, and, um, yeah, I am definitely, like, have dealt with, like, a lot of, like, pent-up kind of emotions and misunderstood emotions and stuff, but I also feel like I have a really great time exploring those emotions and sharing them with people too because I I really feel like everyone's going through this in their own way and trying to understand how to be like themselves and how to be like better versions of themselves and how to like be okay with themselves and Mm -hmm. um I kind of met you at a really weird time too because I had when I met you and started hanging around like all of that Fullerton crowd Mm-hmm. I was probably like twenty one or something, maybe.
0: and yeah, I and, I, and I had twenty one, yeah.
1: And I had just left the military, so like yeah. I was on cloud nine, like in life, yeah. and I wasn't really worrying about a lot of my gender identity, like kind yeah. of frustrations, like which I had dealt when I was with when I was younger and stuff. But yeah. like at that time, I was kind of just like oh, like, I'm out of the military, I have, like, these really awesome friends, I'm just going to, like, enjoy life for a bit, you know? Hell yeah, yeah um, exactly. So I met you at, like, a really good time in my, kind of, uh, youth as well, like, yeah. I, those were some really good times, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I remember, I think I had just turned 21, so I was able to buy alcohol, So we were, like, all able to, like, go separately and, like, buy different alcohol and, like, spend different amounts of money, whoever, like, puts food. Or like whoever was getting paid does this, and I was like, oh, I'll just grab like yeah. six of this, <laughs> yeah. And like I can feel like I contributed, so I can get somebody's beer, trade beer, and like still try to be polite within our friend group, you know? Right. But yeah, you definitely. Like, what do we?
1: What could you bring to the group? You know, I was always like, I don't have like, I'll bring money or a car or anything. I'm like,
0: I got jokes. <laughs> Hell yeah, that was the best. That was why it was great. That's what yeah. I remember. Like, you just had a fucking, fucking awesome, like, charismatic energy and just, like, feeling and just wanting to laugh at everything.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm getting back to that, too, actually. Um, through COVID, it's been a really crazy and rough time, but there's mm-hmm. been some really grounding moments about how the world is shifting, in a way. I mean, I, I'm privileged enough to say that in my own experience, but, like, I really feel like, there's been some cool things about just the past few months for me in general. Yeah.
0: Same for me as
1: well. Yeah. More uh, like internal stuff too. Nothing really like, nothing's really changing or coming to me like, you know, job wise or wise. It's just like how I feel like I'm dealing with stuff is changing. And that's like, well, I'm like, this is really nice to be able to be a little more like chill with some rough moments, I guess, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, One thing I have to ask about that is, do you feel like, do you feel like it's because you're like kind of adapting and getting used to it and like kind of feel grounded at least in like continuing forward in the same situation of like COVID and like all of its, all of its effects like on pretty much all fucking America right now. Um, Like just, from like workers and like fucking restaurants like where I can't fucking work like now I'm thinking about like new jobs things too and like
1: yeah I lost like my that. job too I lost yeah. my job too and I guess the first part of it was kind of like intense you know mm-hmm. there was a lot of like anxiety and like kind of Absolutely. like uncertainty and it was really intense at first for sure but um as it's gone forward I don't know I was just struggling in a lot of different ways like I had lost a job I thought I was actually going to move back to Chicago like in April before Mm -hmm. COVID and then like me and Smeza like canceled all of our plans to move there because everything we were going to do dissolved like in March
0: yeah
1: and we were just kind of floating around and I was at my parents house and I was kind of going through a lot of like just like being a trans person and just being like damn I worked so hard to like finally come out and like I have been out a couple years it's going to be three years later this month and I just kind of felt like I worked like I just like I get so much from like being myself like in the world now mm -hmm. like I don't have like a huge like social media presence or like I'm not always working on a creative project anymore or like whatever but like what I really get like energy from is like going out into the world and just like being me and like showing people like hey like guess what like you're allowed to be this way hey hey, hey, like you know yeah and then when when COVID came I was just kind of like whoa like I don't know how to exist without people you know like I was really tripping on that and then just slowly over time like I don't know we found a different place to live that we never thought we'd be living in and it's been really beautiful to like take that risk and Mm -hmm. um kind of like i'm kind of getting used to like how like people like interact and socialize now so i'm trying to like engage in the ways i can and um yeah it's just slowly like kind of settling into itself after like a really intense period for sure i mean i live in long beach now too which is super chill like i've never lived in a place that's so basically i don't know it's so like accepting and like chill to just walk around like i have zero I mean, like, to a degree, I have zero, like, worries walking around, like, as a trans person, like, in the city of Long Beach, you know? Like, it's super queer-friendly, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. this is hella refreshing, Um because um it kind of makes me relax a little bit more, <laughs> like, yeah. not having to walk around and be, like, super, like, like, fuck, oh, like, who's, yeah. like, gonna follow me, or something, like, who's ah, on me today? like, don't talk, like, I don't know, that's, like, a big thing, is, like, not like if you don't know someone like i feel like my voice like people wouldn't really like people i don't know i'm like sometimes my voice is what gives it away for me and then i'll be like don't say anything but it's like fucked up but like it's like kind of safe safety at the same time too you know Mm -hmm. when you don't know someone
0: yeah
1: um yeah. yeah yeah it's been chill like i mean it's been really rough like through june like kind of everything um that was going on with like the black lives matter movement kind of emerging and like taking over like all of our lives through June. Mm-hmm. And like, that was like a lot, uh, that was like a lot of energy. And then like, now it feels like, like, come on, like, don't let it like get away. Like, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, like we can't well, that's slow what it, down. That's what like pride like. month, they like pride month had like their thing. And now it's like, okay, whatever. like pride month. Yeah. I'm Like,
0: no, like, come on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Still got like a like Ember is definitely still going for sure. And like more than Embers cause there's like more changes happening at least to some local levels, I feel like there's enough like yeah. now where it feels like there's still a little bit of momentum. But yeah, like the fact that fucking the three men who killed Baron Taylor say their names whatever the fuck they are, fucking asshole person and the cookies pieces of shit, scum of the earth. Uh
1: <laughs> I feel like every day still, like I'm seeing news stories too, and it's just like, damn, like come on. But then and like you see there's the, like, like
0: posted today about the guy in the fucking wheelchair getting mad. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, While like somebody else is like getting like chokehold or like something they're like fucking on somebody else's neck. Like with their yeah. like arm or some shit. Like it's so dumb. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I took away. From no, it.
1: but strange. it's just like this idea that there's been so much uncertainty the last few months. Like time has been so flimsy and like um, emotions have been so like like magnified. But then like at the same time, like I'm really trying to like find a way to like kind of move with it and like not like because like there was a lot of periods like earlier on this spring where I would be like freaking the fuck out (laughs) like literally full-blown like am i crazy like what's going on like is the simulation breaking this hard like is this real like is any of this real like just shit that i yeah like shit that i shouldn't be thinking about like every second of every day and then like i was just like whoa like so caught in these like thought patterns and um i don't know trying to figure out like how to like exist with all this now has been it's basically like a full-time job, which I seems it seems like you're also approaching it that way too, where it's yeah. like, okay, this is like the full-time job now. It's yeah. just trying to like exist now in this chill way when everything's like, like you said, the water's spilled and everything's like sparking up around us, you know?
0: Oh, shit, the motherboard might crash today. Yeah. <gasps> or whatever the nerd talk it actually is on Can you please look at And I got to look. I gotta look pretty. No, turn put uh, the thing up, yeah. I gotta look cute. There we go. Some, I forgot I turned it down, that was my fault. There you go, you can see me better now. felt like a weird shadowy person. Like a villain. <laughs> we got the bond um, I think that's it. Uh, real quick round up, rounding out of uh, questions that I had. Um, uh, with your whole identity thing, do you, when did, like, when did you first, like, have questions about that identity thing? And, like, did that ever spark, like, a depressive, like, period in your life when you were younger? Or, like, did this just, like, fucking just go zero to 100 when you were in your 20s?
1: No, I remember being, like, really mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm and like trying on like my mom's makeup and like mm-hmm. you know like um yeah like trying on like my mom's makeup or like grabbing like my younger sister's clothes or something like that you know like when i was really young yeah and then like kind of like junior high or like 5th 6th grade it was kind of like survival mode you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: You just kind of see, like, the world around you. You're just kind of like, no one can ever know about this. Like, you know, like, instantly just, like, no, like, I'm going to put this in a box, put it away. Like, sports, hanging out, like, Mm. normal things, like, just, like, code switching like that. Um, Like, junior high and into high school. And then once I started, like, trying to, like, once I started trying to, like, date. Again, like, you know, like, end of high school into early college and then, like, this whole military experience, like, once I tried to, like, then explore, like, my actual, like, sexuality and self, like, I was Mm -hmm. just saw, like, all these red flags coming up again. But they're, like, super hella repressed from when you're a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, even when I was growing up, I had all these distractions for, like, not to deal with it, you know, because, like, my youngest sibling, Kai, had, like, cancer when they were a baby and, like... that was like a huge thing for our family for like five plus years. Like we were like, that was like, you know, and Mm -hmm. like, I was like, yeah, like I don't really need to like tell anyone about this. You know what I mean? Like
0: Somebody's Uh, already fucking fucked that shit up. Yeah. yeah. Just
1: like, uh, (laughs) just like kind of like, like these family moments, but then Kai, they like survived cancer and they came out, um, uh, they came out as gay when they were 16. And they're, like, way younger than me. I was in my 20s, but that was, like, a huge catalyst for me to be, like, i got to, like, deal with this, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, my younger siblings out there, like, I love them. Like, they're doing, like, this super hard thing. And, like, it kind of made me really want to engage with my own kind of identity, too. But it was definitely there, like, throughout Growing up, like I said, you know, mm-hmm. it's just so easy to put it away. And I realized that the past two years I've been working at middle schools, like fifth mm-hmm. through eighth grade teaching theater and seeing all these like young kids, like it brings out all these like memories. And it's like kind of trippy because it's yeah. all this repressed, all this like repressed stuff. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, whoa, like, you know, like mm-hmm. I remember now, like how I like put all that stuff away, basically, like, you oh. know, Um, Yeah. It felt like it came out of nowhere though at a certain point in my twenties too, because mm-hmm. it was like all packaged up and then oh. like opened it up. Like, you know, I remember like being in junior high, like putting all that mm-hmm. shit away, but then like being out of like a uh, friend's house and like my friend like goes into like his sister who's like a year older than us, like bedroom and he's like trying you know, trying to be funny and being like, Oh, like check out this like my sister's underwear, like ta like they're all like kinda all the guys are just being kinda like, you know whatever about it we're in like yeah. seventh grade and i just remember being in the back me like uh-huh yeah uh-huh, like uh uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no nah, i don't want to wear that like you know i don't know yeah. whatever
0: I like, wear that?
1: so definitely i remember it being there but yeah. i don't know that's why i kind of met you at a cool spot where i had just mm-hmm. left the military where like you got to be like all like uniformed up like no expression of self at all yeah. and then i meet like all this like great group of like like kind of like <laughs> colleagues and like friends and like brothers from my own age and yeah. like I'm like oh I can express myself around these people but then mm-hmm. like I was like oh like I'm not gonna go like I don't know about like that type of stuff but then I would still like really rock my own like kind of style you know? sure. i be wearing like my like Hawaiian shirt or like you know whatever like yeah. I was like always trying to find that way to like understand mm-hmm. what I was going through um
0: you were like Perfect, fucking, carefree. I want nothing but joy in my life. Like atmosphere with what you wore and did and like carried yourself. Like, oh, that shit. Like something broke or something. Like whatever. Like, look like, whatever, dude. This <laughs> is whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll get I you totally love remember one. that. I totally like remember
0: your reactions. to shit were always so good.
1: And now I feel, like I said, I feel like I'm kind of circling back towards some of those energies of Mm -hmm. comfortability, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, where you can feel like yourself a lot of
1: times. Yeah, the past few years have been super awesome, like, since Mm -hmm. coming out, you know? Like, right after you come out, the first year after coming out is like, what's up? Like, this is dope. Like, welcome to the party. And then, like, the second year, I feel like a lot of... um, people that I know and have talked to and like connected to in different support groups. will talk about the second year being like a huge come down. It's like, and back to reality, like, you know, <laughs> you still aren't like fixed. Like you have a lot of shit you need to deal with as a human. Like you have a lot of emotions still. You have a lot of undiscovered parts of yourself. Like this, like you got one thing down. That's cool. Yeah. But like, guess what? Uh, come on back. So that that bad. Uh, the second, third year, like, you know, you're starting to like, normalize this new thing to yourself and then dealing with other struggles and that's where i've been at i think the past Mm -hmm. few years and i feel like i'm kind of coming through now with deeper self-love too like that real just like self kind of like gratitude of like my own existence and like Mm -hmm. i don't know
0: trying to be cool
1: yeah just trying to be cool with where i'm at and like really care about myself you know because at a certain point like I can transition and I can come out to everyone and I could get my favorite job. And I like have my partner and like, to, and I'm just like, but at a certain point, like, I'm just going to keep looking for something else out there. If I don't just like actually create something inside of myself that I I care about and, and, and love, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I've really struggled with that. Like just like trying to find, like always, like I said, always, especially before coming out, like always trying to find, um, something to define me as like you know something that i can use to like latch on to and i'm like yeah i'm trying to like get over that now especially because of covid and you know yeah. everything's canceled and dissolved <laughs> so i'm like i'm not gonna find anything to like make me happy like that yeah. like i need to just i don't know like well, you also that. said yeah, yeah yeah
0: well no it, it's
1: like finish your no i was just gonna say like i'm sure you're going through a lot of the same things just you know, not being able to work for so long now, and having to grapple with like what, like your day to day, like self is, and like how to like be happy or chill or in 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 your for whatever. I don't know. Um, I'm sure you've yeah. been just dealing with you, similar things, you know.
0: You froze for one second. You like you froze. Your I could I could I didn't hear something. When you no. A second.
1: No, I was just saying. I'm sure you've like dealt with the same things especially during COVID you know like trying to figure out what's up basically you know
0: yeah yeah, and yeah the same thing I was going to say too it's just like uh, for me it's it's one of the things that I feel like has been easy to at least find tangible and like when I can work with something a little more tangible I'm able to deal with it better and I can express myself to it better in a way where I'm like this fucking sucks. Like, I can yell at it and, like, tell COVID that it can fuck itself, but it's not going to change the fact that it's fucking there and killing, like, so many people. Like, I, I it's one of those things where, like, with my own depression, I feel like I've gained a lot of, like, insight at least in my own personality with, like, there's only so much that I can do for anything to be okay with me. And, and even if I can't accept that, I... I'm going to have to at some point in time. Whether that's now or later, fucking fine. But I'm going to have to, like, I will reach a point where it's either, like, I have to learn to accept it. Or I'm probably, like, on the far end of, like, wanting to kill myself. Like, it's kind of going to be one or the other. Because, like, my whole life during, like, my mom's, like, passing and stuff was, like, I have to always be okay with anything that might actually fucking happen today. Like, I could get a phone call at work to be like, your mom's, like, in critical condition probably going to pass it. Like, that was always real to me. Because, like, there was already, like, an an undefined, like, time of how long she could survive. Um, And, like, once she was in hospice, too, like, that was even more real. Like, anytime I got a phone call, I'm like, fuck. And it'd be, like, a phone call from the hospice. And it, it was usually something fucking benign, like, Hello, we just want to check with, like, this or that, blah, blah, blah. And, like, how are you doing and stuff. Like, hospice being fucking nice. And I... But, like, every time was just the biggest fucking freak out of, like, what the fuck. Something's about to fuck me up real bad. And, like, I know it's coming. So, like, with those, like, experiences and stuff, like, I've learned to grab onto things that have made me better. And that's, like, totally one of them. Like learning how to adapt to like any news that your world's gonna get turned inside out or like upside down like you've dealt with it in your own ways and i've dealt with it in my own ways and like each one though is still the same where you're just like what the fuck just happened like every time you reach like this what the fuck just happened moment like it hurts regardless like your fucking reality is either, like, shaken, shattered, broken, flip upside down, or whatever. Just fucked inside out. I don't... It doesn't matter how you say it. Like, it's fucking fucked. And, and they keep just,
1: happening, right? Like, we're always going to have those moments over and over again. That's what I'm starting to try and understand. Is like, whoa, like, these are always going to be there, you know?
0: And here's the funniest thing that I've actually recently just learned, which is, like, my biggest little build-up. Uh... Once you, like, understand that, like, things just fucking happen. Things just fucking happen. Like, this thing happens here, this thing happens there, earthquake here, tsunami there, fire there, pain everywhere. You know, like, once you, like, understand that that's, like, a thing. And it's, like, it's not that it's, like, permanent. And it's just, like, one of the things that, like, always fucks up, like, my most central philosophy of life is that, like, pain is almost, like, necessary. And it's stupid how, like, the stupidest part about it is our, like, negation of pain. Where instead of, like, trying to learn and accept something with pain, we're like, I just don't want to experience that again. I need to figure out how to run away from that. It's like a cowardice ego, like, battle. Or, like, the only way to build up your, like, ego is to, like, just run away from it. Like, that's about all I don't want to do with her nominally. But that shit's always going to get at you. And, like, the thing I've learned with, like, my whole transparency of things, it's, like, it doesn't matter, like, how like, much of a front I put with anybody. Like, I'm probably going to, like, at this point in my life, I want to be, like, super transparent about, like, so many things that they're probably going to hear this or that or whatever at some point, And it doesn't fucking matter. You just got it really short. Are you
1: okay? <laughs> yeah, my chair. I was, like, just in trance with your thought, and, like, yeah. my chair was just...
0: Oh, I wish I had that right now. Oh, my God.
1: But you know what that is, though? Oh, no, yeah. Do your thing.
0: But, I did it. I did um,
1: it. <laughs> um, you know what you're talking about reminds me of, too, is, like... um. This is... I've been, like researching a lot of this recently because i've been also wondering like whoa this shit just keeps happening and like but at the same time i keep realizing like whoa like i can pick myself back up from it or whatever and um a lot of cultures believe that like cockroaches carry like a good omen or like a symbol of like positivity which blew my mind away but everything you're saying about being a cheers brother cheers yeah Everything you're saying about being adaptable and dealing with everything that's going to come your way and being transparent and um, communicating what you're going through and relying on your support system to help, like, kind of, like, keep floating through. That's, that's, those are cockroaches. That's what cockroaches do.
0: Yeah.
1: Cockroaches are, like, hella, like, resilient, you know?
0: They're like, I know what I am. I eat shit. So what? What are you going to do Which I always kind of assumed, you know, it's
1: like cockroaches, like, oh, cockroaches, like, I don't want, like, you know, but, like, reading up about it, I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, my period of life where it's, like, the cockroach period where it's just, like, adapt, become resilient, rely on other people that you can trust and build relationships and communication and, like, that's that's how you're going to survive and and thrive because cockroaches have always. They, they've always been here. They're going to be here. Like, they just know how to exist, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, that is so, yeah. I don't know. All these mm-hmm. kind of things that you've been talking about. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan, by the way. I really like listening to your podcast, actually. Because I'm a Thank huge pod, podcast person. Like, yeah. I just listen to a lot of podcasts. I like so... three
0: or four I still got to put up. I, I fucked up I, when I tried recording them back into my computer. I fucked them up. I well, away. I
1: enjoy, I have really enjoyed like all of them. They've been so great. And then I actually, um, you kept talking about this show and then like me and Smeza wanted to watch it and it was really cool too. And it, right. it was really, yeah. And it kind of came at a good time for me too. Cause I was already like kind of, you know, just thinking or grappling with a lot of those thoughts or ideas and, um, yeah.
0: Exactly. It's like the best thing. It's like a perfect like manifestation and like cartoon of all the things that like almost all of us I feel like either are dealing with, have dealt with, or are gonna deal with at some point. Like yeah, it's one of those like weird like inherent evils almost. But evil is such a inherent evils is just the best way to say the things that I'm trying to explain, which is. Evil already as itself, like, I don't really believe that anything is really good or evil. Like, energy, good or bad. It all just is its own thing. Literally, everything is fluid. Our knowledge of anything is fluid. Like, everything is infinite. In its own degree. You as a human being are infinite. And one of the things that, like, i loved about, like, science and, like, this, like, philosophical like experience that I like recently come into and like like all the things that I've recently learned about life itself whether it's like through other people's knowledge through my own research or experiences is that like we're all pretty fucking infinite we're all pretty fucking capable yes there's a lot of very real life like factors that will always change and different. but you as a human being are very infinite in being like able to do almost anything that you kind of want to do. And that's, like, what this idea of, like, magic always is. It's, like, fucking manifesting, like, your destiny to a degree. And if, and, like, the only way you can get to that is kind of what I was mentioning earlier earlier about transparency. Like, the only reason I felt okay with handling anything that's happened. Because, like, I I can't tell you how many times I have, have wished that I could go back to work and, like, go back to work, still do this podcast, and still fight the good fight, like, that feels more rewarding to me, but the very real aspect of life, and me unable to change any of it, is fucking hard to accept, but I still fucking try to face it every day, like, yeah, I fucking, I wish we had, like, some sort of vaccine, where I could be like, fuck yeah, I'll go get the vaccine, I can go back to work, and I'm good, I'll still be protective, whatever, like. And it's like, if that was a reality, that would be a fucking huge relief. However, that would also be way too fucking easy. So, like, welcome to life. You know, you thought this was easy? (laughs) Like, let me kick the shit out of you and then have you still try to race me to the end. Like, let's see if you can fucking do that. Like, that's life. Like, it's this race to, like, the end, which, like, at the end is just death, which is not really an ending. It's, like, this thing that's just a finite version of an infinite reality like you're changing every goddamn day every second every nanosecond your body chemistry itself is doing like wonders to your own sense of reality and it's gonna fuck you up sometimes with, like more than others like it's so many fucking things that if you try to blame it or explain it in one way you're you're still fucked because it's it, none of it is gonna give you an answer like nothing will ever be a good enough answer that's, that's fucking what. Nothing is going to be a good answer. But, like, the only way you can do anything about it is to accept that you're such an infinite being that you're going to give an answer to everything, because that's, like, that's pretty much all you can do. Like, uh, okay, like, that fucked me up, because, like, it made me think about this shit when I was a kid, about my family things, and, like, my mom dying, and, like, me being, like, this thing with my family. Like, Oh, okay. Like, now nah, I figured that out. Like, hey, like, there's a reason for, like, so many things and stuff. But, like, punk, huh, like, I lost my train of thought because I just got stony, bologna, and, you know, like, folks on the walk for <laughs> No. That's but really.
1: Anyway, that's, great a to to. that's a long rant.
0: That's a long rant. Yeah, well,
1: away. you know, something that's actually really helped me, um, kind of grapple with the fear of death or, like, the end is just shifting that thought and looking at it like it's not an end anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Absolutely. and yeah. that's really helped me. I'm not like super down, like, "All right, let's do it," like you know, or whatever. Yeah. But I'm also like a lot less apprehensive about what that means. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily.
0: I know exactly what you mean, and I was actually it's just
1: a s- different like portal. It's a different pathway. It's a different door. It's a elevator exactly to another what floor. I was it's say. just.
0: It's, i was gonna say literally like the same thing
1: going to sleep at night like when you go to a dreamland you're just yeah. like like you're somewhere else all of a sudden and like yeah it just helps be like okay well i mean i don't know and also just like the attitude to like like you said like when like when every day you were kind of had the potential and of something just rocking your world until like it finally did when you were dealing with your mom's yeah. passing. And by the
0: way, it usually, there usually was like some fucking trigger every day that like happened. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but then like you learn how to like accept whatever's on the other side of that trigger totally. or whatever. Right. Absolutely. Just like how every day when I was like, I want to run away. I want to like, I hate my life. Like, like eventually it got to the point for me where I was like, what if I just like accept this thing that I'm so afraid of? What if I just say, no, I'm actually a woman. I'm going to start living like that versus just like you said, like not wanting to feel that pain at all, not wanting mm-hmm. to just negate that emotion, be like, no, that's not it. It's manipulation. It's in the water. It's the media. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, like no, actually, wait.
0: Society.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, let me just actually like be like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Okay, my families will disown me. My partner will leave me. I'm, I'm, then I'm that much closer to what I want to do by just running away or something like that. I don't know. It's like that little like game of shifting your thought around something to really help you engage with like these really hard moments. Just like you're saying with COVID, like you could be every single day, you could be like, fuck COVID, like, oh, fuck, my life sucks. Like, or you could just be like, well, this is here, this is real and what now what else it's tuesday at duh, duh, duh. like i have shit to like you know like yeah. it's just very interesting but it's hard and i feel like every time something new pops up that's what i'm trying to get better at like as a person is just like dealing with those hard moments a little smoother but mm-hmm. also fully realizing like you're not <laughs> owed or guaranteed that like some really mm-hmm. hard shit's gonna come your way like mm-hmm. until like that's what was cool Oh shit! The paint. You said what? That—that's what's cool about what? The show that the um, the the gospel Gospel show. Yeah, Yeah, they just talk about all that stuff in a really interesting, accessible way. Smeza was like, "Oh, I really love the animation," and I was like, "Oh, I really love just listening to what they're saying." That's
0: the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really like. I mean, the animation's
1: dope. Like. Animation's dope for sure but I was just like honestly I just want to listen to these people there's, talk like all the time there's so many
0: podcasts those are like snippets of long podcasts
1: oh like really so they have a hour...
0: yeah. oh wow I didn't yeah. know that yeah I could uh, set a, it's on uh, I think it's on like the Wikipedia the Midnight Gospel Wikipedia but yeah they I'll each have, they each I'll have the up. names of uh who was in that podcast and if you if you just search Duncan Shussell uh Family Hour DTFH uh the Duncan Trussell Family Hour.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and then Duncan you, look at, the and then the you look at the people in the episode that we're talking. And it'll,
0: it'll give you the, the archive, like, number. So you can listen to it on his website. They're all on his website. Uh, so it'll redirect you to the right page. Or it'll, or you can look it up on Spotify because it's got all of them on Spotify.
1: Oh, that is so cool to hear. I did not yeah. know that at all. That's,
0: that's what I've been doing. I was actually kind of it. wondering
1: how they I – I didn't want to ruin the um, – magic of it but i was like wondering like oh like how did they like make this or like pr- produce it or whatever you know that's
0: what that's what blew my mind i was like these are like snippets of the podcast filled in with like overdubs for the right. episode to fit in whatever's happening that like whatever I, that conversation.
1: yeah oh that it's is so, so cool
0: fucking hilarious. Like, the oh, i hope they energy. have another
1: um season or something i don't know if it's like a one-off or something like
0: that i hope so because i mean it did really well uh they did it through titmouse and it seems to have like done so well that i think they're down to do another season but the animation just took a while too like i know one of the i follow one of the animators and he's been posting like random like bits of the storyboard like for the past like three years two or three years something like that like random bits and like when I finally saw it I was finding like open too and we were watching it. I was like well, I, I, I saw I saw that little that bit where it's like he's shooting the very beginning where he's getting shot out of the cannon.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, that cool little fucking like arpeggiating thing. Uh yeah. that whole bit was like snippets on a storyboard that that one of the animators, like Jesse something or like, uh, put out, but yeah, it, 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 yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. The fact that like it comes from that podcast, and the fact that that podcast is what it is, is like one of the things that also like solidified for me during quarantine and like wanting to actually do it. I've been talking about it for a while. I talked to you about it, and like,
1: yeah, I was gonna ask you how long. Uh, I'm. I had assumed that you had been planning on doing this for like a while, but also like, what what kind of spark that fire to like for you to start getting it out because i kind of noticed like on instagram and i was like oh this is dope like i'm always down for a new podcast and then i started listening and i was like oh these are dope and then i started seeing like a couple people i knew and i was like oh this is really dope like it just
0: yeah yeah. i was happy uh but no it it started mostly when i was like when i was uh dealing with my whole my mom dealing with the whole cancer thing uh it took place this conversation took place uh at, at my mom's house one day after like me and my sister had left for work and she wasn't feeling good that morning, my mom. Uh she had been feeling like shit after like chemo, which I mean like, it just it fucks you up. Like the release of like all those chemicals and like the 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 fucking the release in your system just like kills it too. Uh so you feel like shit for a while. But like there's times where you bounce back. If you've ever done yeah, I mean I'm sure you have like there's times where people bounce like bounce back off, like after chemo and stuff. And you're just like, fuck, like you have like a lot of energy. Like I'm so happy to see that. So uh we got home from work one night. Uh it was like an eight or nine, I don't remember now. It was sometime at nighttime when we got home. Me and my sister and uh my mom was up still and she was actually feeling better since like that morning when we both left. Uh, so we sat around, like talked about our days and stuff, and then like I, just, I literally can't remember the buildup or like the conversation that kinda of happened beforehand. But like almost out of nowhere, like my mom shared with like, shared with us like her two uh um, her two experiences and like attempts at suicide. And then my like sister and myself also shared our own suicide ideations and like all these like mentalities that like went through with all of them and stuff and like just knowing that that was like a real thing that I could share with people, like let alone my family, let, like let alone my fucking mom, was like fucking wild to me. And so uh, ever since then, like one of the things that was also happening was like, I'd be like in my own depressive state trying to be strong for my family just like everybody else in my family is also trying to be strong in their own ways for like the family, like the greater good essentially of the family. And we all dealt with it in our own ways, and I ended up like talking to a shit ton of people about like sad shit, and a lot of times it was like really helpful just to share, share the sad. Uh, so like the big sad is also why I like I like the title now. Uh, but yeah, it it, yeah, it was just fucking weird to normalize the conversation of sadness, of dealing with shit, and like of everybody like having a certain perspective or version respectfully of, like, their own, like, really tough shit. And, like, accepting that everybody goes through shit is pretty massive. And, like, it it fucked me up in such a great way. And, like, it... it I
1: wish it was more normalized, especially, like, growing up and stuff. Like, I don't know.
0: I mean, I worked in a...
1: I worked in a couple schools that were really cool these past few years because they really valued like restorative justice frameworks and kind of like they value really valued social, emotional learning over just like state test scores or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we would like, like no matter what would happen, like, it's like, okay, stop class, like circle up. Like we're going to talk about stuff, you know, and like really getting like, The students into talking about like what they're feeling what they're experiencing and like normalizing that like you're saying Mm -hmm. um because i just feel like god like it wouldn't have taken so long to get to like the point that i'm now but also like i'm really thankful for like my journey and like where i've been and like you know but like yeah like for the future because there's probably like a lot more shit that i see these kids going through that i'll teach Mm -hmm. Like there needs to be that normalization to like talk about like these things, like you said, like talking about really sad stuff, like because there was stuff that I went through as a kid that, like I said, you just put in a box. And that is like so unhealthy. Like, you know, I feel like my huge struggle with like understanding um, death and like wanting to deal with mortality goes back to when I was a kid too. me and two of my brothers, all three of us were in like fifth or fourth or whatever grade. We're spending the night at my grandparents' house, and, like, that night, my grandparent, my grandpa passed away in his sleep that night, and we all woke up to, like, my dad waking us up and being, like, there's, like, these paramedics in the house, and, like, it feels like such a dream now, like, it feels so surreal and, like, such a dream, and I wish I would have talked about it growing up. I wish I would have, like, had conversations that people said, like, that's okay, like, what happened that night was like normal or like Mm -hmm. not your fault or it's not something scary that we need to hide away from you. Like, you know, because then I spent the next 20 years of my life just being like, don't think about it. Don't think about death. Don't talk about death. Like, you know, and it's just like, fuck. Yeah. Like you're saying having those conversations, like, it's so, so something so simple right like we're able to both like sit here like hey what's up i'm, yeah,
0: like, I'm doing a this shit.
1: anyways like you <laughs> know it's thursday night but like it's having a conversation i don't know it's just having that conversation is so valuable and like i really see it with the kids that i would work with like they're dealing with a lot like being a kid right now is a lot like it was a lot when we were growing up in its own way but now they now they all have this in their hand you know what i'm saying they're all like they got access they got access to all the same stuff we have access to like as humans you know Mm -hmm. and it's like when we were growing up we were kind of like shielded away from a lot of like public knowledge or like information you know and now it's like ah, like they're 12 years old and like tripping on stuff and i'm barely able to deal with like what's going on in my own
0: life yeah
1: <laughs> it should be like a normalized thing like in school like everybody like join the podcast and talk about this and join
0: it <laughs> well that's the other thing like i was so happy when that was like a normal thing when i would like drink it and drink and like read at bars sometimes like some conversation happened at some point with somebody there like somebody would come up to me so what are you reading or something like stupid or like whatever, or like somebody was genuinely interested in it or like knew what I was reading. Yeah. And would we'll talk to you and engage in a conversation. I'd be like, check it out. Like, here's Trigger Warning. Like, it's just really sad. And it's like, it's super sad because I'm going through my own of shit. So, like, say no. Like, uh, I'm just trying to, like, fucking read and chill. But, like, that little bit of transparency and communication I didn't realize went such a long way. Where it was like, oh shit, like okay, like this person's going through shit, like I'm either like too stupid to realize it and like that conversation goes its own way, or it's like an engaging one too, where you're like, fuck, like when everybody is able to share with their own like their own versions of like sadness of like I'm not trying to tell you like what you feel is any like worse or better than what I've experienced, but like, I've gone through some shit and that felt bad, so like, I can't imagine you going through. Because I can't relate, but I wish I could understand so I can, like, at least be able to say something, and this is the best I have. And like, that conversation itself, like, meant a lot to me, just as an affirmation of like, fuck, dude, you're right, like, that's pretty fucked, versus like uh oh, okay, like, bye, which, like again, like in the state that I was in, like I was fucking fine with any of it. I was like, just fuck off. It was either like I'm really I'm at a really good part of this book, so you can just fuck off. Like I'm gonna read and not talk to you and purposely like, bye. <laughs> or Wait, what, without, was, what, what was what
1: was your hangout spot? Where where did you hang out?
0: Uh, it was either at stadium or continental. That's For where sure. I would go and read. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And it would either be like I'd have dinner and like some beers at a uh, stadium and like drive home or ride home, depending on like what state of age I was in. Or and like, uh, or go to Continental. And, read. and like, yeah, that's actually around the same time that I met Laura. Like, I was mm-hmm. in like, yeah, that's that's when I like stopped going out as much because like we we'd just got together and we'd mm-hmm. go to like stadium or like other places like boots and stuff like
1: that. It's oh, yeah. got all
0: cute and fucking. Shit. Yeah. Fucking oh. cute ass motherfucker. Fucking best like, thing that's <laughs> ever happened to me. You keep telling her. This is like one of like the most like groundbreaking things for me like forever. It's just like I've never learned to love myself that well. And like until I met War. Like you take the cake, you take the cake on that one. Like you taught me like literally one of the most beautiful things I was ever to love. Like how to love yourself just for being who you are. Do whatever you That's, want to do and what you have
1: to do. Like well, I love you. You are a queen. I don't know if you can hear me, but <laughs> oh, she
0: can. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Oh, thank you. How are you. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I couldn't hear you because
0: of the headphones. Sorry. <laughs> I
1: feel you. I mean, like good connections, like partners, friends, like whoever you can connect to in this world. it's it's a game changer like you know I the only reason I can deal with a lot of this stuff too is because of the people I've encountered whether it's like my friends like like you and the guys whether it's my parents 100% Smeza like I was like when I came out like I had zero pushback in my whole world so at a certain point for me like that was another thing too where I was like dang like this I really have to like deal with this as myself because I could honestly tell myself like no one actually is going to care like that so I can't like hide behind like that like I was just like having to deal with my own internalized like kind of transphobia and like not wanting to like accept myself because everyone in my life was like 100% chill I didn't get any pushback from anyone and Smeza's I mean she's changed like almost everything like about my like perspective on the world too and she has an uh, incredible story as well as a person for why she has such interesting insights and grounded and mature like perspectives on all these heady subjects because she's been through fucking a lot of shit too. So like just being able to learn and connect with people that are going to like bring out that, like that love inside of you is so um, important. I'd rather do that than like have like a career, I guess, even though a career sounds nice every now and then yeah. I kind of am, I'm trying to really look around at my world and be like, actually, like, I'm, I am have such a full world of, like, connection and people. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm able to, like, survive in, like, the way that I can and um, get me down. Like, I don't really need to get down by them, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of, like, cliche, but after a while, it's like it's almost exhausting like hating yourself after a while you know Totally, like it's it's it wears you down like you know like like you said just like trying a different tactic and like just just give it a different so would you actually have people that came up to you and would like kind of be like um kind of like you would have people come up and be kind of like ask you what you're reading or whatever and then immediately be kind of like uh actually like I'm kind yeah. of, out of here yeah
0: because i'd be like oh yeah like this this like whole book is about like somebody dealing with like with their parents death with cancer or like some sad shit like i was reading like dystopian shit and really like sad nihilistic shit too um but that was my goal like the unbearable likeness of being was just nothing but like heartbreak And, like, I love that book. (laughs) Like, this, like, this crazy story of, like, a cheating couple who, like, both cheat. Like, it's just, like, all around fucked. But, like, I would read that and, like, be like, oh, yeah, no, it's about, like, sad fucking romances that, like, don't ever work out. And, you know, those times where you, like, think that it's not going to work out because, like, you think you're in this fiction of, like, you're of love or something, and if that happens to be true, but so like, the other person's a piece of shit and, like, takes advantage of you and, like, doesn't actually care about you and is lying to you the entire time. Like, shit like that, where that actually happens a shit time. And I was just like, oh, shit, this feels kind of like my life a little bit right now. So, like, I relate and love this a lot. And I would be all about it. And, like, if somebody heard that, they'd be like, oh, like, okay, cool. Because, like, somebody being stoked about, like, reading about heartbreak is kind of weird. To some people, so like to the other thing it's like, uh, yeah, like being able to be that. I guess it, I guess it is an internalized conversation too, though. It's always been hard for me to be like, whatever I am, like guess what I am. But like my like early twenties was just like, fuck whatever anybody else like thinks. Like I'm just gonna ride my bike and get really high or jump with my friends later. Like, that was my life, like, you know that, like, i yeah. fucking come over in a kit sometimes and just be like, what's up guys, like, whatever, like, yeah, I'm in spending, so I gotta finish my ride still, I'm just trying to get fucked up, <laughs> or like, I'd be done with the ride and be like, what's up you guys, I'm fucking tired of shit, I'm gonna smoke two bowls and pass the fuck out right now, <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing, like, wax sometimes too, I feel like, at that time. Yeah. Uh dabs I feel like we had a dab rig at some point in those like early 20s yeah did that's you ever right come, did you, you ever come to Dan's apartment
1: the one off of um
0: Netflix? in placenta? Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah 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 like that was when we had like the dab rig and like stupid high nights too like that one like was exponentially worse because we're not under like some person's like uh some person's parents like group yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah, that was an interesting time like as as a friend group too because like our physical space kind of like died you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it was like we dealt with like this weird ending it was like a it was a natural ending but like a forced Mm -hmm. ending to like the current moment of like our, our life or something like that i totally like yeah, Sometimes when I think about my life, I glaze over that period because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I everyone's yeah. chill now. I see them maybe once a year, and it's like, what's up, what's up, what's up? But there was a moment there where it was like, that was a huge shift, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah, like, Devin felt it, like, pretty, like, hard. And I feel like Jeff Lucky did, too. Yeah. But, like, everybody deals with it differently, too, and it's like, it's one of those things, too, where you, like...
1: And it was coming eventually... Like Dude, we're yeah. saying with all these other things, like it was yeah. gonna come eventually, like yeah. you know,
0: unless we were all on the same page of like we're the like we're gonna prioritize this friendship over like a lot of things, which like happens for some friend groups and stuff, which is fine for sure. And like for sure, it's one of those things too. Like the way we were as friends, like was constantly like propelling a certain mentality and or like ideology that wasn't a permanent in that thing. The first yeah. thing was like absolutely permanent but like it was always like kind of party-ish or like fucking trying to get rowdy in some way or another. Like, just, like right. really fucking stone and watch a movie or watch like stupid shit and talk about stupid shit or listen to crazy ass music on like a scrum sound system and just like fall asleep. Yep. <laughs> or get really fucking drunk and like get stricken or some bullshit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it, it's just like oh yeah, yeah, okay. I just remembered a a thought that I had earlier. uh, When you said you mentioned about how you asked me if I thought I was a cat in the past life. Yeah. It's a very And I said i have always still a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is it? <laughs> like, um... Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> what? But do you believe in past lives or anything like that, or no? Uh,
0: I don't, in the most general views that I have understood on, like, how most people see it. Like, the... Like, the... Past life versions of like you can experience other people's lifetimes as a like the same soul essentially.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't think I believe that. But I have no reason to believe it yet. Uh, I do believe in a different version of that. Uh, it being kind of like what I mentioned earlier, like like I think I didn't explain it to this extent but uh it's kind of like ego death Mm. where you you do essentially like die a little bit as a human being in some way you die a little bit in whatever like moments of life like sometimes you literally die a little bit literally in some way like i can't explain to you how that means literally but i feel like for me like that happens a lot and like i die a little bit in some way, every time I hear, like, some stupid bullshit about racism still being, like, some fucked up, like, normalized life, like, I die a little bit every time I hear, like, somebody, like, on a bicycle die because somebody was on their bike phone or something and drove it, and thought driving in the bike was fine. Like, I die a little bit over, like, stupid shit all the time. And I feel like that grows me into a new being, like almost all the time too. Sometimes right. I die, and I like still am like dying for a while, and I'm like Jesus in the tomb for three days per second, and then I yeah, life, and I'm like, are right. like, um, this is me now.
1: I had a teacher uh, that taught basically like tantric yoga and meditation and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, she would always use the visual of a tarantula like they molten out of their shell like tarantulas shed their shell like crabs do or like whatever and Mm -hmm. they'll be like this soft squishy jelly tarantula you know until like they regrow out and it's hard and calcified and like Mm -hmm. every time you feel like a side of yourself goes through that like that's like a little death like that's Mm right we could probably agree on that because it sounds like we both think about things in that time I don't know what I feel about past lives I am intrigued by them Smeza is really into past life therapy and has like read these books like many lives many masters and like just like these ideas of like kind of like you know past maybe lives as like a human in a different era or something like that but um that idea of like yeah like molting out of yourself constantly like I feel like I did that when I came out like it was like Mm -hmm. such a hard process but like I had like a really something that really helped catalyze that for me the year before coming out was like I did um mushrooms for the first time and I tried a few months later I tried molly for the first time and all these experiences Mm -hmm. were like just like safe kind of like intentional like I had like a spiritual goal going into the like experiences yeah and then like I was with people that I trusted and like was going into like a moment to explore these things and um totally came out with like just like a much better understanding of myself and like an acceptance of myself and like I don't know but it was hard like I described my my first mushroom trip as like um really dope in retrospect but like the moment to moment of it was like a waking nightmare like i was <laughs> waiting for it to end i was like i kept being like what time is it like and it'd be like two minutes and i'm like, <laughs> oh, like has it been six hours yet like look.
0: i have the best story for that right now uh, uh, Just because yeah, you said so, that, and it feeds yeah. into what i was saying and it feeds into like this whole mentality of like little deaths and living again and so Something I wanted to talk real quick about before I go into this little mushroom story. Little mushroom story. It's tiny, it's minuscule. It doesn't actually matter <laughs> to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, something you said about uh, how Semeza is like super into it and like have read a bunch of books on it. Like, I do believe that there's like an occult following for a lot of things.
1: And it's like, it doesn't
0: matter what belief it is. Uh, any belief that holds a certain amount of belief for anybody else is true. And, like, I have no right to tell them otherwise. I just, I, 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 everybody has a perspective, and mine on that one is, like, I, I feel like it's so bizarrely intense that you can't truly experience it until you're in the same state that that... State that you're trying to understand is it? If it's in a spiritual state, like I believe that you have the capability as an infinite human being to feel any way about it. And if you concentrate all of your thoughts and thinkings and feelings into feeling a certain way, you're able to achieve that goal and you can make yourself believe anything. And that's with drugs or without, but like, like. Mean, that's true in its most negative ways and that's true in its most positive ways and that gives me no like actual uh like objective reasoning to negate that that's true and that's why I'm where I'm at too I'm just like I don't fucking know like I've seen my own reality fall apart many times and I have built it back up every time after that to like this general sense of reality but every time I come back I'm just like Last time, I thought this, last time I thought this was good. Like, I thought I built it up just fine. I thought this fucking wall around me was perfect. Best wall I've ever seen in my life. Perfect. <laughs> but every time, dude, something happens. Some bullshit event occurs in my life where it's just like, Bulldozer. <laughs> Reality Smash. You thought your existence meant something? <laughs> you think your emotions mean something to the world? Nothing means anything when you're, like, so sad. And that's where, like, your whole, like, reality goes, though. Because that's where you're at. Like, everything is such bullshit. Everything means nothing. Like, this is fucking awful. Why do I feel like this? This shouldn't why is this a real thing? This is absolute bullshit. Why does, like, pain need to exist at and then like you pick yourself back up and then you realize that you're like, oh shit, like this is a cycle of just like things breaking and growing and breaking and growing all over and over and over again. Like yeah. nothing really ever ends. Everything's pretty infinite and like every way of believing it. Like scientifically is how I ground myself always and like your, your entire makeup of your body has changed drastically over your entire existence of being from your very makeup of your feces to your stomach to your heart to your brain cells and the little eye holes that you're looking at me with they're all fucking different from the time i met you to the time now and those are all like fucking little deaths. all your cells dying and like growing into new shit those are little deaths in their own way like I mean, that's what's
1: so cool about hormone therapy is, like, I used to be kind of, like, balding with, like, facial hair, and now I have, like, kind of small boobs, and, like, my body hair is all gone, and, like, my hair, and, like, the the fat goes into different places, and then, like, the way I experience sex is different now. Like, it's all just completely transformed, and it was, like, kind of like this old version of myself is totally dead like you know like this kind of like other keegan or something like that is just like it's not me anymore in like a in a in like a spiritual or like a physical or like any of these senses and it's like it's 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 so interesting yeah like you said you had like like that or you had like a story from a mushroom trip oh
0: yeah oh here it comes here it comes so this last mushroom trip. Uh, if we're gonna take a cute, like, uh, spiritual take on it, I'll phrase it in that way, just so that it's a cute story in that way. Uh, but, but yeah, you want to take a quick crack at <laughs> it? Okay, real it's quick. weed, I swear. Oh, I know. <laughs> real quick side story. There's a there's a place in my video game when we land on the map, it's called the Crack House. It's like this boarded up like two story building in like the corner of like some intersection and like the, the video game that I play, which is all gunplay, Call of Duty. So yeah. <laughs> the same thing that I stream when I stream on Twitch here that we're streaming on right now. By the way.
1: Twitch.com. Twitch.com.
0: Twitch twitch.tv slash lionions. Stream if you like to see some gunplay. <laughs> <Which>? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, but also, yeah, like we call it the crack house, So that's a. it makes me think of every time I think about crack now. Um, I think about like funny stories about that video game. So moving on reality how oh, that breaks. Shrimp. Serendipitous so, story. I wake up like every other day. This morning I happen to be doing dishes. Uh, I don't remember, we had like dinner late or something, we just left the dishes, you know, and I was, I woke up earlier than usual, and I was like, oh, I'll just start doing the dishes now, like clean up, and then maybe start playing video games. So, uh, that's exactly what happened. So I cleaned up, started doing the dishes, my landlord came by, and he was like, uh, he, I, he like knocked on the door, opened the door, and he like flips his baggie down, It's I was like, and I was like, oh. Like, or, wait, are those like for you or like are you selling them? <laughs> like, yeah, get, come on. Uh, how much you want? And I was like, huh? How much did we get? Quad? No, we, yeah, we yeah, got a quad. quad. We got two eights. Uh, should we the leave? rent.
1: <laughs> the rent is due. No. <laughs> is he a landlord here? Yeah.
0: We still have one. Here? Whoa. This bad puppy wow in that like probably like a little over two grams. I took one that was like three, like two point seven or something. She took like a two point something, two point two, two point three. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about that. Day. <laughs> you know how you mentioned about like checking the time all the time?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, that was like my tick on it. <laughs> yeah. And smoking here. cigarettes. I was like chain smoking cigarettes and I kept telling Smeza, I was like, Smeza, you're gonna take care of me when I get older, right? Like you're gonna take care of me when I get older. Like I was like, <laughs> what time is it? Like, are we out of here? I was like, Yeah, I just wanna be like sober forever now. Like I'm so happy. Like, I don't know, I was like, like I was like I so I, I was I was not dealing I was not dealing well.
0: I, I kinda was and was it. So we started but it had a good start. I had it all at once. I had one and I had a all at the same time. Like I just put that I just put that puppy right in my mouth and I was like I don't know
1: While you were doing,
0: doing dishes? Uh Cookie, um. cookie monstering it. Oh no no no. Oh yeah, yeah. quick quick oh, okay sorry quick quick run up uh a build no, it there. and uh, fill filler the story. Uh so I'm doing dishes I go over and pick it up I come back and I was like we should do that on 420. And this is where my mistake happened where I'm keeping track of time. Because we were gonna go try to walk over to like the creek. They're gonna like try to go walk over like somewhere. Our goal was to take like a sunset walk. Sunset walk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's go like look at the sun and like take a sunset walk. Bad idea. Wait, what? Uh, check this out. So. Nice. That hair is baby. It's <laughs> oh.
1: a good story. I yeah,
0: felt that, like I was on the sunset walk. I was like, ooh, it's nice. <laughs> out. All right, so check it out. I started playing video games after doing the dishes, and I was like, sorry, guys, I got to go do some streams now. Peace out. Uh, and honestly, like, the last streams I we did were pretty mild, and I just took, like, a few, and all I felt was, like, before just, like, happiness, which is great. Like, that's definitely not a bad feeling at all. But I didn't get a lot of, like, visual shit, which I, I kind of was, like, Trading this time, mm. and so I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Like, it's gonna hit better if I just like go like all in and just like maybe I'll take like this big one and like maybe like that little baby stem that's there after." Damn, adventurous. Uh, little did I know. Little did I know. So it all started. I like
1: it, I'm like, it's scaring me listening to this because, like, it's just like.
0: It started here. This wall started all here. I started seeing like things move, like a little bit of the grid started coming out. And shit! Oh, what the fuck? Oh, Turn on my PlayStation, my <laughs> bed. I had my foot here. Oh,
1: uh, I, I thought you were like it's starting here, and like you pressed like a sound, <laughs> like uh an audio track, and it was like <laughs> started shaking. <laughs> <laughs> So the wall um, was breathing, like... So
0: the wall was breathing, everything was moving, and I saw movement here and like, weird other, like... in weird places that... And, like, some, like, figures here, like, weren't moving, and some parts of this work, some parts of the paintings, and just that, like, in the insides of those paintings, like, parts were moving, all in, like, the same direction, in the same way, and, like, all this weird shit happened. And I was like, fuck, huh. like, I'm tripping pretty hard. And then my <laughs> landlord comes over. My landlord comes over. And like we were doing that and also watching like or listening to like Joe Rogan podcast with Duncan Trussell, I think. Oh and, shit. And, and then my landlord comes over and I'm like in my underwear. It's
1: like five layer layers of intensity, just like
0: <laughs> I was thrown out of my mind already. But like still cognitive. And he comes over, he's like, Hey kid, like the uh, can you, like, do some rolls for me, which is just, like, the little pre rolls that I do. Like, I have this box and, like, these cones and I got to put them in there and, like, bring the weed and stuff. And I was like, yeah, like, I just took, like, the shrooms gear earlier and I'm, like, pretty fucking stone. Like, uh, yeah, I'll try to, like, make them by tomorrow morning. And then that, the rest of that time, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make them tomorrow morning. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make till tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh. And all these things are just, like, I just gotta get them done now. Like, I don't know why I have to worry about this. It's just gonna weigh on my mind the entire time. Like, I just, I just get them done now. I just get them done now. And like, started like, and then I was like, oh, I didn't eat earlier. Like, oh, I should probably eat some, I should probably eat something like before I get like 200, you know? And like, but like, I don't want it to like affect my side effects of like these shrooms and like this like sick people like mentalities. just like yeah. I should eat. What time is it? Like, when are we looking? Okay, so we got like, it's been like oh my gosh it's like wait i thought it's been like two hours
1: i couldn't i i got on that flow too or like i couldn't i couldn't stop the the ride of all the thoughts and it's it's too much it's too overwhelming It is like sensory overload but then like also like i learned like a lot of really good like kind of like lessons and stuff it was trippy i i don't know it was i don't do them often because i know that i'm gonna like go to hell basically but, yeah. like, yeah,
0: I've been there. I've been there. The first time I did them, I did like a whole eighth at the same time, and then like, oh I tried gosh. to like go to sleep. I put like the like blanket over my head, and all I saw was like flaming skulls, just like fucking everywhere. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, I wasn't. It's like, intense.
1: In hell. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean flaming skulls. That's that's pretty on brand with hell. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, cartoon man. hell i guess you're like i'm in hell and it's, it's, like a cartoon. A really good,
0: it's like a really good cartoon where you're just like i wish this wasn't real but it's real yeah
1: <laughs> no the first time i like i had mushrooms i got like all of my paranoid thoughts like kind of like like showed themselves to me mm-hmm. and it was really regarding i was with smeza and we were on we were in chicago and it was it was March, so it's like the end of winter, early spring in Chicago. So it's like too cold to enjoy nature. So we were in our apartment all day because we we're on spring break, but all of our roommates were gone, like at work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we did like we split an eighth, so we each did half an eighth, and um, it was like the fun come up, you know, like where we were looking at like kind of like um our laundry, but then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't want to look at dirty laundry like while we're tripping, so I'm gonna put um. A blanket over it, you know? And then we we're in there, and then the blanket started like breathing, and then there's like a face, it's like this little job of the hut. And like, I was like kind of crying and laughing, just like Zueza, like, it's like our guide, like, you know, like it's like our guide, like our spirit guide for this thing. And then we started like taking all of our little troll dolls, you know, and we were, like talking to her, like doing comedy, like, like we're like doing like a comedy show, like to ourselves, like for ourselves, with ourselves. And like, all of a sudden, Zueza was like, we were like outside smoking a cigarette. Like I left the door open, came upstairs. We're having a starburst. And I had one of those moments where like you just lose track of time. And it's like, you don't know if it's three seconds or like five minutes. Uh-huh. And I was chewing starburst and I looked in the mirror and I saw all this red. And I was like, <laughs>
0: my,
1: I was like, are my teeth bleeding? And I started freaking out. And then I walked out to like my hallway and I saw the door open and I was like, did someone like come in here? And like, And then like, I started having all these paranoid thoughts and it was because at the time it was like the year, like within the year before I I came out. And at the time I would basically had a double life where I was like with Smeza, like in the closet. We were both going to like theater school at DePaul. Like I was like doing like this acting program and like, I was like, whatever. But then on the side, like no one knew I was like, basically I was working as a sex worker, like with a dominatrix, like, and like had like this double life where i was like cross-dressing and like exploring that side of myself and then like tripping on mushrooms like Smeza swears she never said this she doesn't remember it or anything but like i saw like Smeza be like talking to me kind of being like like i know what you did and like why you're lying to me and like or like i, I don't know it was like this weird like thing where like Smeza yeah. knew everything but then Smeza was like nah like i was just listening to music during that time or something and like it was just, like, my own subconscious, like, playing out in front of me, and it felt like I was in hell, and then it was, like, I, like, it was just, like, pissed. and then the rest of the trip was just, like, that kind of, like, nervous state just being, like. Did she know? Well, like, when are we going to, what's
0: that? Did she already know about that?
1: Well, she kind of knew about, like, parts of me, because we had been dating for a couple years, and then, mm-hmm. like, it kind of, like, started coming into our sex life, you know? I was, yeah. like, I was kind of just, like, I want to, like, dress in like women's clothes and like i want you to like put a dildo on and fuck me like you know and then it was kind of like she was kind of like oh like at that point i kind of knew but like i wasn't gonna say like you're trans like you know so mm-hmm. then from that point to like coming out there was like another like kind of period of a while you know but she didn't know that i was kind of basically working at like this house of like all these dominatrix and we were like I was just, like, their assistant. They would just, like, have people come in and do, like... Like, they would, like, want to get, like, feminized. Like, these, like, yeah. businessmen and lawyers and, like, mm-hmm. cops and stuff. You know, they're like, yeah, like, I need to, like, be feminized. Like, it's... And, and um, I would be able to, like, work with the dom. And we would. she would be like, this is, like, my finished product over here. Like, don't you want to be her, you know? And I would just, like, walk around and be like, yeah, don't you want to be <laughs> You know? And, then like, you get paid to do that shit. And it was really dope. It was helping me explore, like, myself, too. I had, like, a really cool, like, kind of mentor I was working with, and she was kind of just, was able to tell me, like, oh, I'd, like, I know you came to me through this world of, like, fetish and BDSM, but she was, like, I think you really, I want you to know that it's okay if this is, like, who you are as a person, and, and then, like, I started, like, meeting a few other trans people, and through, like, kind of, like, art stuff I was doing, and, like, it kind of clicked for me, And then like the whole like mushroom trip, like the whole mushroom trip kind of just showed me like the hell of like what I was like fearing would happen or something. But it was like so it was so ridiculous. Like in retrospect, I was like, is that what I'm going to be afraid of? Like, I don't know, like whatever. I don't know. It was just like an interesting Um, grappling. And then a few months later, a few months later, it was my birthday. And I had basically said, like, for my birthday this year. I want to go out to a club, like, dressed as a woman. I didn't know if I wanted to come out yet. I didn't know if I wanted to um, transition or anything. But I was, like, grappling with these ideas. And I was, like, for my birthday, I want to, like, have a fun time. So I said, let's go to, like, a gay club. And, like, I'm going to dress up. And, like, we're going to have a good time. And then, like, we took Molly and we were, like, dancing and just, like, in, like, heaven. And I was just, like, kind of like that idea of, like, Molly makes you so kind of open and happy that I was able to, like, say something that I feel like I would never say because I was so afraid of like being hurt so I was just kind of like super happy and like open just like yeah I think I'm gonna transition like we're dancing I was like yeah I think I'm gonna transition like yeah yeah no yeah I am going to come out like yeah you know and like it was dope like these two experiences like helped like open up like a part of myself that I was basically just trying to get rid of like trying to get rid of or like acting like I was broken or like needed to be fixed or like I was being like manipulated or something really like paranoid conspiratorial like thoughts you know what i mean and it was just really interesting because they were like definitely like these intentional moments that led to like a greater sense of self and it's like i'm not like tripping balls every that but i'm definitely um have had like a lot of experience now with like using substances safely and in like a way that's kind of like soft soft therapeutic ways you know i'm not really with a professional or being guided but i have like tried to educate myself on how to like use substance like in a safe way and like go on like a spiritual journey for yourself and um i don't know it's another thing i feel like should be like
0: much more accessible
1: to people normalized yeah exactly yeah um everyone's like no, like, they're going to, like, everyone's going to become, like, fucking addicted to drugs or, like, whatever. And I'm, already like... already being forced to
0: be addicted to drugs. Yeah, drugs I was, like, like before
1: it. I even, like, tried to explore that stuff, I was, like, smoking cigarettes and, like... I mean, no shade on smoking cigarettes. Like, do you? Like, if you smoke cigarettes, use cigarettes. Like, whatever. But, like, I was just, for me personally, I was, like, I was engaging with a lot of unhealthy behaviors. Like, yeah. if anything, using certain substances actually helped me shed a lot of that, like weight that you carry around or whatever and um, it was just funny like going on shrooms for the first time I was always like telling Smeza I was like oh I'm gonna be so chill you're gonna be so like uptight when we're on shrooms and it was the exact opposite she was straight chilling like just like vibing and I'm just over here just like you're gonna take care of me right like if we're gonna come back from this like
0: it's <laughs> like oh welcome to hell baby like it's your first time yeah this must be your first time here
1: she was basically just like yo can you chill like act like you've been here before <laughs> and i was like where take are
0: this we <laughs> this out this is the room this is where we live <laughs> <You got that? laughs> uh but no dude so Fuck, what was it? I had something to say about something you just said. Uh, what did we just, what did I agree with? Oh, yeah. Being transparent and being like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, everything that you've like, feared and stuff, like, coming to the forefront and, like, in a way that almost feels like you... Like, how you said about like about what Smeza told you, and you were like, oh, like, Do you, like, you said that? And she's like, no, I was listening to music. Like, about being a sex worker and stuff. Like, shit, like, anything like that, like, is what fucked me up on this last, like, trip too. And that's one of the things that, like, happened towards the end. And, like, so we went for a walk, and that's when my paranoia hit. Uh, At some point, I was just like, let's just go for a walk. Like, probably going to be fine. And we, like, walked out with our masks, and, like, from the very beginning of that, it was just, like, oh, shit, like, this is reality right now.
1: Oh, my gosh, yes.
0: And we're just, like, wait, like, this is COVID, and, like, everybody's looking at us weird for, like, having their masks on right now, like, wait, what the fuck, like, this is weird. And, like, yeah, like, it was just a trip, and then, like, I felt like we were just getting stared at from, like, people in cars, too, and shit like that. And this is when people are also still, like, like oh yeah you know everything's like slowly opening up and like people are starting to like feel more comfortable about denying it shit uh, even though now we're closing again because everybody's like oh, yeah uh but but anyway so like all that started happening and like and then i was like getting all paranoid about like we had just like read something on like how they're they just found that one person from like the black lives matter process like who burned a car and like got arrested because of like some Etsy account, blah, blah blah bullshit, like. And then I was like, all paranoid. I was like, do we? really like two of like the ones here, and I was like, what if they find us? And like all this shit, like what if they're like tracking us and shit?
1: Oh and, like, shit! This
0: stupid paranoid stuff.
1: Yeah, no, for real.
0: And then like this. this one, so.
1: Were you able to like come down from that at all, or so we was can the rest of the they trip? come
0: home? So like one of the things while we were walking and I was about we were about to get to We were walking from uh Angela Vinci's Pizza. Cause I live like right next to State College.
1: Oh yeah. So,
0: yeah, so we were walking with like up uh Ellis by Michael uh Angelo and Vinci's and then we started walking up Harbor and uh we got to Union. And we were about to go on the loop and go down to like the creek over by the Fortune and Sports Complex find the Drip Prairie Dam. And uh I got paranoid and like I was just like, let's just fucking go home. Like I don't wanna like disturb anybody's like fucking universe and like everybody's everybody's their own universe. That's something that like I think we said, right? You said it. Like everybody's <laughs> their own fucking universe. Like it's fucking insane. I was like, yeah, like everybody gravitates around like their own sense of reality and like universeness. Like, this is you. This is your universe. This is what makes you you. That's what your like, like footprint almost is. Like everything big is just a, like fucking big version of something small. Anyway, like galaxies and everything are just like the same thing as like fucking atoms. It's, like the solar system, atoms, same fucking thing. Gravity can't fucking explain that. I don't know how that shit works. You explain <laughs> to me. Uh, just like fucking crazy shit. Like, I can't explain to you how like science measures anything. Everything is fucked. But yeah, like this whole idea of just like everybody's their own universe was fucking insane to me. And I was like, I feel like I'm too aware of things, happen- of things like everything happening right now that I don't feel comfortable. Like, I was, like, looking at people, like, staring at me a few like, right? Like, it felt like people were staring at us. So it was, like, you wild. Wow, like, why was... Would... What, because I got a fucking mask on? Like, what? <laughs> Wait, do you think they
1: really were staring at you or no? <laughs> that's <They
0: weren't looking. laughs> That's also what happens on streams, though. so I don't know. My sense of reality is cute, so I have no concrete way of telling you. Yeah. They were absolutely staring. At me.
1: So do you think that's what triggered you, though, was the whole, <laughs> like, um...
0: It did out yeah, yeah, yeah uh so it started because our neighbor called it out because we don't initially we weren't initially walking out with our masks. we'd put them on like once we started getting outside the Main street right because we'd be like far enough away and like outdoors and like just
1: like, yeah
0: and passing say hi to people and mm-hmm. uh our neighbor like was outside and somebody's like oh like you guys get your masks on and I was like oh yeah like I said some like bullshit thing because i just i was i could not think <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah like i was I was told there's something went stupid like that. I was like, I don't want to put my mask on. I don't fucking remember what I said. It was something stupid, though. And from there on out like it, it triggered that mentality. Yeah. Of,
1: like, somebody
0: pointed it that way. Somebody said something, and I was like, that's a reality. That's officially a reality. But it, it was also, yeah. it was also uh, like that... this. Go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say that's like not that specific thing, but that idea has happened to me a couple of times where I'll get a lot of like a like a shot of anxiety when I kind of remember like, oh, shit. Yeah, like th- it's COVID like Smeza will be like, hey, grab your mask. And I'll be like, what mask? Like, whoa, this is li- like and then like I have like a quick shot of anxiety of being like, what? Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Or even, like, um, since coming out and transitioning, like, in, like, gender dysphoria, kind of, yeah. like, um, there'll be moments where, like, I look in the mirror, like, something, and I'll be like, whoa, what? Like, it's like a, a past version of me came into my body for a second. It was like, <clears throat> like, in like, oh, like, wait, who am I? Like, wait, what's happening? And then it'll, like, fade away or something. And you got
0: like, Freaky oh. Friday.
1: Yeah, like, Freaky Friday, basically. <laughs> but that shit's crazy, like, when you remember, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the it's, first day that real. we moved to Long Beach, we moved to Long Beach June 1st or like May 30th or something. It was the day that the protest, the first big protest was here in Long Beach. So we were moving in in the morning and then we were like walking around because we're right in downtown Long Beach. We were like walking around the protest like later in the day. And then like, you know, we got like a text like saying like curfew. And then like, you
0: yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. that
1: first 48 hours of like a lot of like this like mega news story happening. And we had just moved, and I was driving on the park, or I was driving on the freeway, and like I, I had that moment where I was like, Smeza was like, grab your mask, and I was like, mask, and then I was like, protest, and then I was like, curfew, and then I was driving on the freeway. And, like, we had just, like, smoked or something, and we're probably, like, hella dehydrated. But I was between two big rigs, and, like, I almost whited out. And I was, like, I need to get off the freeway. Like, I can't breathe. I got off at the first exit, and it's, like, this small, random, like, park instantly. Like, I was in hell, and then instantly I was at, like, this beautiful, idyllic park. And there's, like, a family playing soccer and, like, one person walking around. And me and Simeza start walking around it, and I was, like, fuck, did I just die like did i just die and like now i'm at like this is like my peaceful park like yeah. off the freeway where i just crashed and it was super trippy just because like i had like a burst of like like almost like a like a like a blackout of anxiety because it was like mask protest like and i was like yeah. and i was like and i'm a trans woman and i'm like i'm like
0: like you know just like
1: <laughs> wait a second like what is how did all this happen like where's the time
0: going on more cylinders than everybody else you're fucking killing
1: it i don't know it was trippy though i was like so lucky that there was this little park like right off the freeway i got off on the first exit and it was just happened to be this perfect little park the sun was setting and i totally was able to because that's my thing like when i get anxiety like i feel very claustrophobic you know and like Mm -hmm. I just need like that's why quarantine was hard for me at first. Just like being inside all the time, I would have that moment where it would be like I haven't been outside yet, like oh, and then I would start like yeah. being like oh, like why is everything so close and like it's far? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's um, scary though. Walking around and like being um, on mushrooms and fullerton no, no, that like wasn't that even sounds it. intense. That wasn't even it. <laughs> so
0: anyway, we come home. We got home. Uh, and I think we started watching TV, right? Yeah, we started watching TV. Uh, we started watching Queer Eye. Fucked me up. Way to fucking go. Shout out Queer Eye. Wait,
1: it fucked you up, you said?
0: In a fantastic way. So, like, I think it was probably, like, one of the first episodes we watched. It was, like, some, like... It, it was, like, a, a nominated, like, Hispanic dad, like, Latin American. I don't remember where he was from, to be honest with you. Like, working family. They all lived together in, like, this tiny, like, house slash restaurant, like, combo thing, you know? Uh, and I don't even remember where it was either. But, like, it, there was, like, a whole thing with, like, the older daughter, like, leaving the family because of, like, a disagreement with the way, like, that, like the dad thought that like they should all be raised. And like it's like this black sheep feel that like I got from like my family a lot. Like I was always the one that like didn't believe in God or like didn't do something that was like ideally like what the family would want. Me and like my alcoholic brother. We were both like equally like black sheep at the time. Uh, now I got How many siblings now, do you have? I got technically three brothers and one sister. My oldest brother, I actually have absolutely no contact with. Uh, I I just don't feel like that's actually family to me anymore. It's like a person who like betrayed our family and like fucked us up a lot, but like I literally don't feel like I have a connection or a reason for connection with that person, which I feel like as a regular human being is an okay right to have. Uh, But then I have like my older brother after that who came with us to the US as well. And then my brother after that is the alcoholic one. But the older brother that I have here uh, has two children. So I'm an uncle to those two kids. Uh, me and the Laura actually recently went and visited him and tried to help him move. And, like, we were the only people there with masks, like, the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. fine by me, uh, but whatever. But, uh, like, and then I have my alcoholic brother who, like, he's, like, had two DUIs and, like, is a black sheep and like is pretty hopped up on like conspiracy theories more than like facts most of the time. So like he's pretty he's pretty intense. He's a very intense guy, and I feel like he's about to like undergo like his own manic like bipolarness possibly. Yeah. And that just that is like my worst case scenario feeling about it. But if it happens, it happens, and if it doesn't, I'm okay with that. But it's just he's going through an intense period. And, like, this whole morning of, like, our mom's passing has, like, fucked him up to like, its own degree. Just as everything in his life has, like, pretty much put him in every single, like, hard spot that he's kind of been to. Like, part of it is his own doing, and he can't accept that and like, change that. Even though he accepts that he's also done it, he can't accept that he can do anything about it. He's, like, stuck in a mentality of thinking that it's just bad and always happens to him. You know, and, like, that's the saddest part that, like, nobody can change it, which is okay. Like, I fucking love my brother to, like, whatever degree that I can help, but, like, if you're at a point where, like, you don't think that you're going to be able to be helped, like, I can't do anything. Like, I can't, I can't change anybody's, like, reality. And that's, like, fucked up, but, like, I, I will, I will, I told him, like, I will be there for you anytime you need, like, actual help, but, like. If you just need, like, financial or, like, physical help, like, I'm, I may have, like, I may have to, like, think about it, but, like, I'll probably still help you. Like, I'm not going to say no, but, like, just think about, like, when you, like, decide to reach out to me, like, if that's the right time to reach out. And, like, you you know I will put anything down to, like, always, like, talk. Like, I fucking love my brother, but, like, I know that he's, like, so fucking, like, stubborn. Because I know I'm so fucking stubborn, and I know I'm, like, super dumb, but, like, dude, like, everybody's capable of anything. Like, you're a fucking human being. You are capable of so goddamn much, and you give yourself a little credit always as a human being. Like, you're capable of so much shit. You're capable of becoming a happy human being at almost, what, 29, you said, thirty.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Twenty nine.
1: Twenty nine tomorrow.
0: Twenty nine tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I'm still twenty eight. Okay, my dad, My bad. My bad. You're just a little baby. Calm down. <laughs> Every, all you guys are fucking babies. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, like just this like idea that, that that's possible, and like that's one of the things that I know I dealt with in my family. Like, uh, it was always like a black sheep type feel. And being the one to, like, being the one to put, being the one to put, like, the elephant in the room in the spotlight in a really decent context where everybody can, like, not be triggered has been a difficult time and, like, experience to reach, but, like, it's... Like I feel like that's kind of like where we like ended up getting to like with this last room trip like and like watching that episode, like I was saying, like, I was just like, dude, like, I've, I've fucked up so many like friendships and like different shit in my life that I could easily feel more regretful and my empathy is there. But it's like also the the eye opening feeling of just like, that's also not the end of it all. Like, you can still say sorry, always. Like, if the person is dead or alive, there or not, like, you can say sorry and gain that affirmation that, like, you just needed to admit that that was a reality. And you can't escape that when you're on shirts. Like that shit's like. You're, you've been ignoring this. Here's a pie of all the realities you've ignored right to the fucking face. You're not gonna yeah. fucking be able to see until you eat your shit. Like, eat your way out of this. Like, yeah. you have to accept it. And, like, all of it. Because you can't escape it. And if you try, like, mushrooms again, guess what's gonna fucking happen? Yeah. And, like, that's also what happened to me. Like, uh, I think, like, one of the first texts I sent out to my family in a group text was, like, what's up, guys? Like, I love you. I'm sorry I haven't, like, been very present. And, like, that's totally on me as well. But, like, I just need you guys to know that I'm very happy. Like, it was basically, like, I'm happy to, like, know you guys all. And I'm proud to like, call y'all my siblings. And I may or may not need help in the future. And I'm not entirely sure how that might look. But, like... I just need you to know that you might hear from me soon and I love you and if if you don't hear from me in that regard, like, I just want to be able to, like, start getting closer. Like, let's just talk. Like, we'll hang out if we can, but, like, COVID is making that hard. Like, let's have, like, a group FaceTime. That's, like, group text. And, like, I started that group text, like, that same day and like, we texted, like, for, like, a solid, like, pretty week or so, like, on and off. But, like, I helped him move that same day and he, like, it came at the time, like, that group text came, like, right when they were moving, and he tried to move on his own with, like, a friend, and it's him, and it's, like, it's his family of four, <laughs> with a bunch of shit, that yeah. two guys are gonna move, to, like, not incredibly, endurance, athletic males, are, like, aiming to get them, like, they, they could probably lift weights and I give them credit for everything that they do but like, so did you end up moving I'm, a lot of stuff? yeah like I could do yeah. so much shit I'm so good at moving I'm so good at moving I've helped so many people move like I'm I'm a fucking pro can you like, I going my move. she nodded that's good yeah <laughs> but like yeah I like, believe
1: it I believe I it there,
0: I try to do as much as I could like because all I was saying I was like you can use the help I'm real fucking good help. Like, I'll help you any way I can now. Like, you need help addressing your alcohol issues and, like, how you're using that to cover up, like, your feelings. Like, I know how I use, like, my, like, drinking and, like, all shit. And, like, I try to fucking refrain from, like, getting a point of like, really bad things. And, like, even now, like, we've been talking about quitting and, like, we're still drinking and stuff. But, like, we know it's, like, an issue that's going to get resolved before it gets, to worse. And... It, it really isn't the best thing for you. Like it, it is just poison. Poison water. It tastes fucking great though.
1: So yeah. All That's all me all and Smeza all. too. We're like, we shift it to <laughs> organic beer. It's gluten free. It's like, it's poison still.
0: <laughs> it's, it's still, yeah. It's still the same. In the end, it's still the same fucking chemical like, change that happens in your body that your body. It's not equipped to, like, deal with that for a long time. You right. Can o- you can only push off things for so long. You can only, like, do things for so long before everything starts crumbling down. And, like, facing, like, your facts is, like, a big thing. Like, any sort of truth in front of you is a great fucking challenge. And you as an infinite human being can, like, look at it in a tangible way and be like, fuck you, I got you. But like that—that's how like that mushroom trip ended up like happening, like ending. Like it was just a mindfuck. Like my ego died. I feel like Like, I don't feel like I have any right to tell anybody like how to live their life. But I also feel like just face your fucking facts always, you know. And that's that's what kills me. It will always kill me. Like talking about it kills me. Sorry for being fast and really fast, but, I'm to <laughs> but yeah,
1: it's been really cool to see you like start working um in this way like, like I've heard you say it a couple times on other podcasts that like even if you reach one person like it means something, but it's yeah. very true you know like I stumbled across like just your you know I follow you on Instagram and consider you a good friend and i saw that you were doing this and i decided to watch it and it totally just like it hit me at a good point in my time as well Mm -hmm. um so i really am like thankful for you to be sharing yourself like this and allowing other people to share themselves and stuff too because like it sucks like i don't know I feel like after I came out, like I was like I said, I was really happy for a year and then like I started getting like really sad again and like yeah. I was so I was struggling so much like the past couple of years because I was like, Oh like this wasn't supposed to happen. Like I thought I beat something or whatever, but then it was like dealing with these new sadnesses and like I don't know, it's just it's a really crazy time in the world and it feels like um these are some of the most important things that you could be doing for yourself right now like especially like you could just really investigate your own feelings and what you're going through and i mean i love i'm still gonna watch all these random people you bring on because every now okay. and then there's like someone i know i was like oh byron oh. and then i was like oh J- uh, not jake fuck alex <laughs> jake was i was jake was my age and yeah. we were on like we all played water polo together at troy
0: that's right I forgot they and were then water like polo.
1: I don't know it's just been so cool to hear you talk with so many different people and share yourself like this like I said I always valued your friendship and it's been so cool to see you be so vocal and fighting for what you believe in so hard because um, it's a hard thing when you come from Fullerton area to really be like like outwardly expressive about what you really believe in you know
0: yeah Um, I'm sure you've dealt with your fair but progressive enough people yeah there's exactly. been a lot of excitement with like the people that I that I've shared it with when I was working still, like a lot of my customers and like shit like that, um, and people like sh- like like were interested in. Like I know, actually, I had to talk to one of the dudes. I totally, I just remembered right now, one of the people that I talked about from work wanted to be on it because he wanted to do a podcast similar, so he just could never get around to doing it. But yeah, he's just. He's a rad dude. I'll have to bring him on here, and when that happens, you'll know about it when you hear this podcast and also that podcast, and you'll be like, "Oh, there was that guy." <laughs> 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 it was it was Jimmy, I think his name. I'm forgetting. Anyway, uh, but yeah, there was a lot of actually like better feedback, and that I feel like just strengthened the idea altogether. Like, I still have somebody, one of the first people that was like. Uh, my waitress at stadium, like was was one of the first people that was also like, Oh hell yeah, I'd totally be on that. And I was like, Oh shit, cool, like let's make it happen at some point. And then like I've done a bunch of people now and everybody's like stoked on it too though. Like, and every time I really I liked like,
1: the uh trailer that you did or whatever on Spotify.
0: That was funny. You ever I see didn't... a
1: bird. Me and Smeza were listening to that and we were like gagging. We were like, Holy shit, like this is so good and funny and just like such good branding for Those your um, voice, oh, man! I
0: oh, was so I was like, all right, I guess I'll try a trailer. You know, like it's the only thing I can record on like this thing just to like check it, and it didn't upload until forever. And then it, yeah, it finally all worked. Oh, uh, but yeah, that was fucking like hilarious.
1: <laughs> Wait, what oh. is what is your um what is your girlfriend's name? I don't know if I caught it. I saw it on Instagram earlier, but I Laura. Laura.
0: Laura, <laughs> Laura, <yeah. laughs>
1: Lara, when are you gonna when are you gonna be on? That's the episode I'm right. waiting for. Maybe. Probably soon.
0: Probably
1: soon.
0: Promises?
1: Mm-hmm. No promises. No promises. No promises. Next time I really feel. upset. Yeah. And I feel exhausted. For sure, I'll be keeping an eye out for your podcast then. Your your, yeah. your solo project. <laughs> yeah.
0: Solo, it's forever a collaboration between all. Collaboration.
1: Sorry. We're mm-hmm.
0: here as a we're here to like pay attention to the collective. I know Smeza too.
1: was Smeza was gonna be here too. Um
0: I'm bummed. Yeah, ended up we're, taking
1: like we're gonna a have Smeza on now. Oh yeah, you gotta talk to Smeza. She like honestly, a lot of people don't know like Smeza's like kind Good. of back backstory as a person and like she's it's a trip. Like it's her, her whole life. So damn life is such a trip. Um Yeah, she's been so cool to, like, go on a little bit of a journey with, for sure. And, like, she has so much to share and tell, and everyone, yeah.
0: (laughs) So do you, okay. Everything you have shared today has been nothing but fucking greatness. That's been nice. I will honestly tell you that I'm fucking appreciative. I was looking forward to this podcast, and, like, I'm excited that it finally happened. And it brings me nothing... Short of the elation that I thought it would bring me, and I'm still genuinely shocked by how happy. It is. But thank
1: you for helping yeah. me feel that way today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Enjoy your um, nice long weekend, or I don't know if what you're up to, but tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's my birthday, so you know I'm basically enjoying it already. This is like a great early birthday present.
0: I'm officially pouring out one for you right now. Look at
1: on the keyboard. Yeah, just like.
0: Nothing goes to waste here. It's pouring it down to good cause. <sighs> All right. I, I apologize if that was a weird joke. Do you have anything else you want to add in here? Is there anything else? Uh, Did we talk
1: about no, anything? Too? No, we talked a lot. Like I will save uh save your brain space for the rest of your night. I think I might try and go catch the end of this uh, sunset right now or something
0: oh yeah it's, it's happening right now i see it yeah <laughs> i can see it glowing you know it's creepy <laughs> um can do you want me to link any of your shit to here or keep you uh um un- untangled with the social medias on the info page um yeah and, uh, no do i mean you follow it for your creative purposes or anything else
1: yeah you could put my instagram on there that's really what I use i don't have much outside of that but you can find yeah. me on instagram for sure future yeah. uh future kegs you know yeah
0: future kegs
1: <laughs> yeah future <What's> kegs <laughs>
0: that's that's the only thing i look forward to ever seeing. yeah i wonder um, what future keys is up to oh look at this, this is right now. <laughs> in the flesh uh, it, so, catch it yeah.
1: catch it before it's the past you know
0: whoever <laughs> exactly. trying to live in the present in the future is still welcome I'm yeah. fucking thankful for your time thankful for your presence and your friendship
1: yeah thanks a lot Alain. <laughs> love you so much and um, love you so much. I'm sure I'll see you or talk to you soon okay
0: yeah I think we're probably gonna have to have like all four of us talking on the next one and just have it be all like super cute and like yes. almost uh, double bait
1: yeah, that'd, that'd be really nice.
0: Books. Oh, that'd I'm, be so I, nice. I'm sure you could hear her, kind of, when she talks, yeah? Yeah, for sure. There you go. You can already hear you. Oh, yeah, because I got the mic. I'm, like, I'm done. I'm... Forget what I said. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I will end it with one of my favorite uh, things in the way that Duncan Joseph says it, because I know it's not an original Duncan Joseph thing. But, uh, Hare Krishna.
1: Hare Krishna. Have a good night,
0: kids. Love you so much. Love you too. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a good night. Bye.